we uh, played three really good ball games, and then unfortunately, kind of kind of ran into a tough Provo Williamsfield uh, club Thursday night up there at their place. So um, we need a little bounce back today, but uh, decent practice yesterday, uh, and, a, and a new opportunity today. It's it's win or go and stay home, and uh, the guys know that. And, and uh, seniors aren't uh, ready to to call it a call it a season yet, and, and none of the guys are ready, including Coach and I, so uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to lace them up and see what happens. Last time we saw you early this week, uh, really nice performance against a really good Stark County Rebel Ball Club, and then you said, stop your toe a little bit there against Robo Williamson, another good ball club. LTC loaded with good ball clubs. Uh, Robo Williams still playing some really good basketball right now. Um, not 100% sure we should have traveled, but we did, uh, and, and we just we got outscored 22-5 in the second quarter, and that was the that was the difference of the night. But uh, the guys did uh, things that we asked them. Um, we, we we put some things in and actually saw them and saw them work. So, uh, uh, but like I said, we got another opportunity today uh, playing the Tornadoes for the third for the third time this season. Um, I believe we've lost by three by seven. Um, both good back and forth ball games. And, and I don't expect uh, today to be any different. You you would have went there on a snowmobile. As much as you like the game of basketball, you probably would have hauled the team on a snowmobile if you had to. That was one of those calls talking with Mr. Whitsitt that, you know, if, if, if we cancel because of weather, then, then so be it. I could have taken it either way. But uh, honestly, if, if, if we're allowed to play 100 games, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play 100 games. And, and that's, just, that's just me. And hopefully my love and, and affection for the game – uh, is contagious and gets into the guys each and every season. And, and uh, number 32 here today. Galva tried to get 100 games in. It didn't work for him, did it? Yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> I'm not sure how that happens or, or what happened there, but I guess mistakes can be made. Um, I was talking to somebody today, and I believe there were two teams in the state of Illinois that did the same thing with the scheduling. So yeah, Galva, yeah, Galva and someone else. Um, I, anything's possible, I guess, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. Beautiful gym here. Um, I played in this gym way back in the day uh, against Eddie Matthews and the Brimfield uh, oh, nice. Indians, uh, 1979, and unfortunately lost. Uh, in you a, in down anyway. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I held him down. I didn't <laughs> shut him down, but uh, uh, we came up short. Uh, sectional championship game, but uh, it's a beautiful gym. I'm, I'm anticipating a good crowd and and uh, early Saturday uh, evening. What 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 better thing to do than be in the gym watching some basketball? Won three your last four, and we talked about the Stark County game played well. Uh, Rebel Wing still pretty good ball club. Um, on a little bit of a roll here. What do you got to do a little bit better, maybe to make a little run? You know, we we really emphasized and talked defense last night. Um, losing to these guys by three and by seven. We just talked about one or two stops and what the difference is. Um, if we can if we can keep things right around 50, I like our chances. Uh, we get into trouble when we start giving up a little more than 50. So, uh, but I think that's you talk to any high school coach. Um, 
one, that's probably the magic number. So uh, just a defense, that makes us go. Um, that gets things going on both ends. And uh, or you're going to see several different looks from us today. And uh, something, hopefully something sticks. You've seen these guys twice since January 17th. Uh, so you've seen them twice pretty recently. What kind of problems do they present? Uh, the hook boy is a heck of a nice player. I believe he's got 32 points on us in two games. Um, the Steagle boy has is, is, is caused us some problems. I think he's got 21 in the two games. Um, and, and you can't just concentrate on those two. Uh, they've got some other guys and some role guys that do a nice job. Coach Links did a nice job since taking over. Uh, Coach Batson's a heck of a good guy to have on the bench as well. So um, I'm anticipating a good one. All right, Coach, talk to you afterwards. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. And Coach Doug Dennison with the United Red Storm here on the pregame show. We'll be back. Defensive battle, and we've, we've identified that in the second half of the season. I know you and I spoke at the Christmas tournament, and, and you said then you were you were owing some doing whatever you were at at that time, and you're like, man, I, I just got a feeling when 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 they come, they're going to come in bunches. You were Nostradamus, man. They did come in bunches. It was just like we we had to figure it out. We had to get that win, you know. And there was we we had opportunities to get those wins. We just couldn't close it out. And uh, now we got that. And like you said, we're ten or they're ten and five in our last fifteen, and. And we've figured some things out. Like I said, it, it starts on the defensive end of the floor, and we've uh, we're holding really good teams to low numbers, and and that's the way. Uh, not how I want to play the game, not in the 30s, but but that's what's working for us right now. So that's what we're rolling with. And I think the guys have have got that mindset of hey, we're gonna we're gonna battle battle our butts off on the defensive end, and then we'll figure it out on the offensive end. You know, defense turns into our offense. So we'll see. All right, my man, we'll talk to you afterwards. Good luck. Thank you. Head Coach Corey Link with the A-Town Tornadoes. We'll be back. All right, we're going to keep it right here as the uh, starting lineups are being announced as we speak. So some other things to take care of here in the pregame show. Our referee sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care and Mammoth and Gelford. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Your national anthem we had during the break there during our pregame coaches' interview, sponsored by Stand Insurance, your local all-state insurance agency, Stand Insurance in Monmouth since 1919. Uniform sponsors, MC Sport More, the uniform sponsors. Your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel, hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more. The eight-town tornadoes in their whole white tops, white bottoms with the uh, fluorescent yellow. I like that. I like that little fluorescent MC yellow. MC Sport there. might have done those. <laughs> <laughs> might have little hand of those, yeah. Those are sharp with the dark green numbers and tornadoes. Good, nice dark number on those white jerseys. I like that. Now your girls, on the other hand, I, I know. I will tell you this. I want to say the company not Nike <laughs> did those. So yeah, I'll let you guys figure that one out. But MC4 did not do those. But we are working on the next bunch, and I will keep. Your thoughts, there you my go. thoughts I, of doing those. Things. I was into Coach Adolson, the football coach at Monmouth Roseville. They had, they had, uh, they had their dark or their gray jerseys had like a, I don't know what it was. What was it? A, it was a white jersey with a light gray yeah. number on it with not much outline. I don't know if you did any games for uh, Coach Quinn when he had the yellow uniforms. He bought those out one year, and they had the black numbers and they were kind of trimmed with the yellow in the middle oh. of it. I, I, we couldn't even <laughs> tell on the sideline. Who just run the ball? Oh, I just ran that. Uh, the United Red Storm in their home reds with the red tops, red bottoms, black numbers of black United across the top. United wins the tip. We are underway here. Quarterfinal, Class 1A. 
regional action. Abel Wilson, a three-pointer from the left wing. Can't get the roll, can't get the bounce or anything, and rebounded by Kellen Hook for the eight-town tornadoes. In the corner, Weston Marr, Weston Marler, excuse me, driving baseline. Nice reverse layup. No good by Aza Siegel, but the putback is good by Carter Redfern. Well, you know, Coach, uh, Dennison said something about, you know, shedding light to make sure that they stopped Siegel and, and Hook, and all three guys on the defensive side went to Siegel, and uh, Carter got to pick that one up and put it in. And Redfern's having a nice year. Six points, three rebounds, doing doing uh, his role and doing it well. I think, you know, he, there's a lot of compliments to go. Since, since he's been in the lineup, he came off an injured foot or whatever, but since he's been healthy, uh, A-Town's played a lot better, especially on the defensive side of things. Pull-up baseline jumper by Abel Wilson is good. That's tough to a tough shot. Rose up and rose right over the defenders. The starters for the A-Town Tornadoes is Aza Stiegel, a 6'3 junior. Uh, Kellen Hook, a 6'1 junior. Carter Redfern, a 6'1 junior. A nice take to the rim and scoring. There's Redfern again. Four points. The first four points for the Tornadoes come from Carter Redfern. Well, and, and you won't go around bragging about uh, Aza Stiegel's passing skills by any means, but that was a nice backdoor cut, nice delivery on the back cut, and got the assist out of it. Kellen Hook's going to pick up the first foul of the ball game. That'll send Hunter Hall to the free throw line on his drive to the rim. The other starter is Drew Fouch, 6'3 junior, and Weston Muller, a 5'8 junior. All juniors, no seniors on this uh, boys' roster. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bare senior night for the boys' team, and, and the girls just celebrated the night of, uh, I think, last Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, no seniors out there, and I you know Coach Link has got them going the right direction, especially the last 15 games that we talked about in three games. So, hopefully just team rolls right in the next season. Free throws missed by Hunter Hall. Hall, a 51% free throw shooter on the season. Your starters for United, Derek Sargent, a junior. Hunter Hall, a junior. Connor Elliott, a senior. Abel Wilson, a senior. And A.J. Jinks, a senior. Stolen away or turned over by the Tornadoes. It is going to go to the United Red Storm. Tipped out of bounds into the backcourt. And then a couple players diving for it. They're going to say it's off of A-Town. I just got a number from Vegas. I think 82 and a half is going to be the over/under on this game. <laughs> both both coaches, and and I think if you'd ask either one, Connor Elliott hits a three from the top of the corner. Our first mom of farm and home early three ball. Neither coach wants to play a slow down game, but that's the that's the personnel they have at this point. I got to watch the first game, and it was definitely a mucked up game for sure. Both sides kind of played poorly on the off- offensive side of things. And it has a lot to do with just creating and, and just getting here. A-Town's got to muck it up just to simply stay in the game, and they play great defenses. Uh, and they don't turn it over here lately, and that's, that's an also a nice thing to see, at least from a coach's standpoint. If you don't turn it over, then you can let your defense play defense. Blocking call on D. Sargent on the drive. Was that Redford on, on the take again, or was that? Yeah, he's been real aggressive here in the first quarter. Kidding. Must have seen uh, Coach Link must have seen a matchup he likes maybe on film or the prior two games. Ooh, we got a legal screen or charges the call. Drew is two fouls at six three. If he weighs 150, I'd be surprised. <laughs> and they're saying he's manhandling people down there. I, that's that's what I just, I shake my head sometimes with some of the, the calls you see. I am shaking my head at quite a few calls here. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess, right? Yep. Top of the key is Abel Wilson. We're short of officials, and I'm sure it's you-know-what not going to do it. So, yeah. glad they're out there. Yeah, absolutely. 
foul on another foul on A-Town. This is going to be Weston Marler with his first foul. Foul was on the floor, so they'll inbound it. Red Storm will inbound it under their own hoop. Elliott on the drive, pull up. He's fouled on the shot. He's going to get a pair of shots here, and that's going to be that's going to be the second on Drew Fouch. That's two quick ones on Drew. Or no, excuse me, Kellen. He gave it to Kellen Hood. Wow. Okay. Take that off of uh, Drew Fouch's total. Two fouls on Kellen Hood. Well, that's not what that's Coach big, Link wanted yeah, to I, see at all. Not that you want to give one to Fouch either, but that's a different a different exchange on that with your point guard being there. So, First free throw is good by Hunter Hall. Misses the second. Rebounded by the Tornadoes. Breaking up the floor is Aza Stegel. They find him. Touchdown pass is good. Waiting for the extra point. It's 6-6. Layup by Stegel. Nice pass there. Really nice pass. A. H- H- Stegel plays free safety for the football team. And you saw a little bit of that skill as he released down the field. Down the field, down the court, and maybe uh, Coach Quinn's going to watch that and put him in. Why <laughs> right, not? I was going to say, that might be something put for next fall. Stolen away by Abel Wilson, takes it in, layup is missed. Oh, don't get that. The uh, Connor Elliott took the rebound away from a falling tornado. Wilson in the corner, three balls, no good. Long rebound comes down to eight down. 6-6 with 4.25 to go here in the first quarter. And Coach Link says, slow it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was very vocal on that. Top of the key, Redfern misses the shot. I don't think that's a shot Coach Link won. Even though Carter Redfern, I'll tell you, is not an aggressive kid. He's a very passive kid. So to see him start taking the ball aggressively in the hoop and take shots and push with killing hook on, on the bench here in the first quarter, I think that's an important thing for the offense for eight times. Yeah, Redford with four points. And I would say heat check, but his other two were pretty much layups. So I can't call that a heat check from three. <laughs> Redford going to drive baseline. You used to do that back in the day, though, when you made a couple layups. You <laughs> called right. heat check. Oh, I can make them from anywhere. I just made two layups. I'm firing this three up. Now, I'm old enough that they didn't even have a three-point line when I played in high school. Didn't have one. Redford takes it to the hole. Oh, a charge. Go, oh, they're going to get it to Carter Redford on the charge. Coach Link with his hands behind his head. Oh, boy. I thought I almost marked a and one there for Carter Redford. That'd be Redford's first foul. Foul's already starting to total up five for A-Town. We still got 3.30 left first quarter. We're gonna have, we've got as many fouls on the board between two teams as each have points. Right. Six fouls total, five for A-Town, and we're 6-6. Six, six. United running the flush here. Driving in, kicking it to Elliott. Back out to Wilson. Misses the three. Rebound brought down by Dre Anderson, who's in the game for A-Town. Dre's a sophomore point guard. Does real well coming in off the bench for the, for the A-Town Tornadoes. And does a nice job of facilitating the offense when, Kent, when uh, Mr. Hook's on the bench. So we'll see what happens here in the early, especially first second quarter. I don't know how Coach Swinkle hold that hook back, but I'm sure it's going to be for a little while. You would think so. Yeah, that's two quick fouls. And throw now, as long as it's 6-6, you know, somewhere close game, you can ride this thing out as long as you have to. Ball, ball is tipped out by, well, nice job of being in the lane by United. I, don't, I didn't see the player's number there, but the ball ended up in Coach Karen's hands. I'm surprised he didn't, he didn't shoot that. <laughs> hey, Jake, Jake. Brings it over the timeline, and now a double dribble on That team. ball was tipped by A-Town, and I don't think that referee saw it from that angle. But that ball was tipped. 
Uh, Coach Dennison wants a little help there. Good well, showing here by the eight town student section. A lot of kids over there for a Saturday. Yeah, and I don't know what you call that uh, Hawaiian Hawaiian beach night. I don't yeah, know. It looks There's, like a beach night over there. I don't get in on those uh, messages. The girls don't <laughs> let me in on those. You're not you're not on that uh, email chain. Nope. <laughs> here comes Redfern driving. Takes it up on hole and scores. Redfern with six points. Is that a season average? I was going to say, that's got to be a season average. <laughs> You're right at his season average. Jinx now popping up at the top of the key is Wilson. Between the leg dribble. Another between the leg dribble. Little stutter step. Passes down to Hall. Loses the handle on it. Jinx corner three. Short. Rebounded by Weston Marlin. All Five foot eight of Weston Marler. I enjoy watching that young yeah, man play basketball. He always draws the toughest defense or toughest offensive player they have, and no doubt Wilson's going to be the guy he's going to be shadowing tonight. Driving in, stripped away from Aza Stiegel. Was Wilson stripping it away from Stiegel? Nice, nice hands there by Wilson. You can't bring that ball down by the way. You cannot, and that was probably going to be a layup, if not. Yeah. Good job by Wilson on your defense. We talked about his offense, but he also plays real real tough defense. In the corner. I don't think you can play for Coach Jenison unless you play so. tough defense. Yeah, I don't think so. Jenks drives in, pulls up, over the shoulder shot, no good. He was looking for a call, not going to get it. Most of the United fans were as well. <laughs> they didn't get muscles at the... <laughs> you don't get a free Wilson. You don't get a free <laughs> Redford, who here gets poked away by Ava Wilson. They get it to Dre Anderson with a minute left here in the first quarter. We're tied. Oh, 8 6. Excuse me, 8 6, 8 10 with the lead. Top of the key, Redford. This is the free throw line. Takes it right on in. Travel or charges right into Derek Sargent. Coach Link wanted a call. I'm sure Coach Dennison probably wanted a call down there, too. Coach Link is like, who is this Redburn kid? <laughs> yeah, but, I, I mean, think, I think pulling him out of the game. I was going to ask you. That's probably why he took him out. Who are you, and why are you in the uniform? What did you have to Kidding, Redburn's a good ball player. But yeah. He's got six already. He averages six. So. That was kind of a forced play right there. I think that's just going to settle him down, get him some rest here. Um Marler all the way to the hole misses it, but the rebound comes down to Fouch. He misses it. And foul on the second attempt or the second rebound is Drew Fouch. That will be Abel Wilson with his first foul. We're going to be here for a while. They keep blowing the whistle. Yeah. First quarter is already seven fouls called. I mean, it's hard to get flow in a rhythm. It is. I, I always say that yep. as a coach, no matter if foul is going against me or for me, I always like, hey, let him get a flow, especially early. There's been, for the most part this season, and I'm going to say we're in the we're in the postseason, so we've both seen a lot of basketball this year. For the most for the most part, they've let them play, and there's been good flow. There really has been. There's been your choppy games you'll see every now and then, but been good flow to basketball. And there's another foul on there on the perimeter. It's going to go on Sergeant. That's his second. I always say this as a coach. Again, I'm, I'm definitely a coach's perspective. But I think the refs got to know a little bit about both teams, how they play, with, and not that any player needs star power, but you need to know about Wilson. You need to know about Hook. You don't want a game to be dictated by those guys sitting on the bench right. uh, for the majority of the game. Now, granted, if they deserve it, they deserve it, right? But same token is you just don't want them getting tic tac fouls. Redfern, not what? I heard the whistle. I thought he was going to get a foul. There's Redfern. 
Charged right into Jinx. Goes out of bounds. They're going to say it's off of Jinx. So, eight-town basketball is 6.5. See what they get going to the rim here. Get it out to Aza Stiegel. He drives, floats it up. Oh. Doesn't go. Tipped around. Back to Stiegel. And he, he's going to draw a foul with .7. And it's going to be a shooting foul as well. Going to go on Carson Horner in the ball game for the Red Storm. Free throw line is Stiegel. A 66% free throw shooter. You have to give Fouts and uh, Stiegel a lot of credit on that because they definitely – they definitely kept the ball alive there, and, and obviously they fin- tried to finish strong, and now he gets two free throws, and that's the first one. So we'll see what he does here on the second one. Short and short on that one. Bounce with the rebound. Long as .7 seconds. Ooh, I heard the whistle. I thought maybe he got in a cold foul there, but no bail out there with .7. 8-6, 8-town with the lead after the first quarter. We'll be back in one minute. Back here at Abingdon Avon High School. 8-6, first quarter is in the book. The home, the, uh, home team on the scoreboard, the A-Town Tornadoes, with a two-point lead. I'm Sean Temple, alongside Brent Dugan. Brent, your uh, your impressions of that first eight minutes? Well, it's kind of like what we talked about. Um, going into this game, both both defenses are well-respected, and, and Coach Dennison's already done it. I was wondering when he was going to do it, but he just changed up defense and went to that 2-3 zone. I think it has a little bit to do with the fact there's been so many fouls called yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Link even takes a look at that, even though uh, his situation is a little bit different. Hook's the only one in real foul trouble. But um, as far as United goes, they went to that 2-3 zone, which you talked about in the pregame. Yeah, I know. Uh, ooh, off the glass. Nice shot there by Trey Anderson. Nice shot by Trey. Gives him a four-point lead, 10-6. Yeah, nice, nice move by the sophomore. Wilson back out to Horner, out top of the key to Jenks. Drives, cut off. He'll shoot it, and big baseline jumper. And that's what Coach uh, – uh, Coach Dennison likes about uh, Jinx. He's got some upper body strength that he can finish a play like that a little fade away and did a nice job of finishing at the hooper. Redburn for three. Misses it. Long rebound picked up by Ava Wilson. He's on the run. Passes ahead just over the head of Hunter Hall. Had a three on two kind of there. Probably would have been better to just go ahead and take that himself or at least draw the defense first instead of trying to and, throw it up the floor. And fundamentally – uh just a one-handed pass, so, you know, you can't really stop that pass, and sometimes they float on you like it just did. Um, kind of like a quarterback, right? When yep. you roll out, sometimes that ball float on you. Same thing happens in basketball. Redfern, just to the right at the top of the key, gives it up to Anderson. Marler with it. Left wing back to Anderson. Redfern got corner guarding him. Floater in the lane by Redfern is no good. Saved in by Marla. Right to Hunter Hall. Here comes the Red Storm on the run. To Horner. Back out to Hunter Hall. He'll pass up a three. Left wing Horner. Drives there. Uh, Hall drives baseline. One hand pass out to Connor Elliott. Now back to Wilson. He'll fire a three and drill it. Abel Wilson. He's got that... Uh... Larry Bird. Yeah, kind of that elite. size thing. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, that's a great analogy. Yeah. That, is a, that looks identical to Larry Bird's three. Sure does. And, and shot, I guess, yeah. If we're aging ourselves, we apologize. <laughs> yeah, but. For anybody under 40, Larry Bird was a player for the Celtics back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Played at Indiana State, uh, Mr. Indiana. Yeah, he's just going to draw the foul or pick up the foul. But when I, Redford in the free throw line. Sorry, Sean. Didn't yeah, oh, you're good. But when I watched him shoot the first time around, I'm like, he reminds me of some shooter. And that's, sure enough, that is it. That is it. But, With the, the three-point contest for the NBA tonight, speaking of Larry Bird. Yeah, that's right. 
First free throw is good for for Carter Redmond. That's his seventh point. And eight points. Both free throws good. Both Farm King free throws are good for Redmond. I think he missed that first one. I think he went oh, did so he? Off. Oh, yeah, yeah right. so off to the side. Yep. I know your eyes are getting. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no kidding. I need to go to Keyhole Eye Care. The referees, I always give the referees grief for not being able to see. Now I can't see. So just oh, one out of two. And I hear a roar from the crowd here. They're going to say they're going to get overturned. It was going to be United Basketball. They're going to overturn that. And after a discussion, it's going to go to Tornado. That makes one coach happy and one coach <laughs> unhappy. I'll just leave it at that. Right? Yeah, coach right. down there in his ear about something, as he should be, maybe. I don't know. Oh, no. Karma. There's Karma. Dangerous pass. Yeah, ball don't lie. Oh, nice pass from Wilson to Connor Elliott. Boy, he threaded the needle to that one, and Elliott, nice finish. I didn't think he could get it through there, no. but sure enough, he did. And nice pass, and there's that one hand to pass that kind of skated away from them last time, but uh, United takes their first lead of the game, I believe. 13-11 now with just over five minutes remaining. Redford, entry pass. Ooh, dangerous pass to Siegel, but Siegel comes up with it. Marler in the lane now. Out to Dre Anderson. Drive by Stiegel. Gets it to settle in. Aza Stiegel now with four points. I'll give A-Town a lot of credit. They're dry, shot taking and driving off those shots. They can get in the lane all they want, and that's not something you're, you know, I'm used to seeing them do. Hunter Hall. Drive to the rim is no good, but tipped out of bounds by A-Town. A couple of A-Town guys going after it there. Let me make a point to that. Driving to the lane is great, especially that's how you get the early fouls on United, and I don't think either team as deep as what they are, you know, in years past. They aren't as deep, so getting into that bench might help both teams. Wilson, they catch off the inbounds and kind of an off-balance fadeaway three there and gets it to go. Nothing for Larry Bird there. I mean, <laughs> that's a timeout taken by head coach Corey Link as the Red Storm opened up a three-point lead, 16-13. to Now to give us a chance to talk about some Abingdon sponsors, Abingdon Avon sponsors that have jumped on board for Tornado basketball this season. The Charm Center, keep your head in the game and looking good. Get to the Charm Center in Abingdon. Whether you need a quick trim or a whole new look, Diana and Jen can get you looking your best. Make your appointment today at 462-2292 or stop by 108 East Meek Street in Abingdon. Cool Beans Coffee Lounge, the Scoop Ice Cream Parlor, and Heartland Deck and Fence. Cool Beans Coffee Lounge for a great cup of coffee. The Scoop Ice Cream Parlor with 150 rotating flavors. And Heartland Deck and Fence in Abingdon are proud supporters of A-Town Athletics. Here's to a great postseason from Cool Bean Coffee Lounge, the Scoop Ice Cream Parlor, and Heartland Deck and Fence. I'm going to Cool Beans tomorrow. That sounds like a good idea. What I need to do is go to the Charm Center and see what Diane and Jim, we've talked about this many times on the air, see what they can do with what I've got going on. It's called a lost car. <laughs> it's called, I have, I have my wife cut my hair, and every time she gets the, the trimmers out to trim my neck, and she turns them on, she goes, are you ready yet? <laughs> I said, not yet. Let me hang on to the little I have left. And then I'm going to be ready to join share. The you club. and I will be up here doing it. Yeah, join the club, thing. my friend. I'm this close. This close. I told her I got a lumpy head. I said, I don't think I'd make a good bald guy. I got a lumpy head. We're back underway. Anyway, take down with the basketball. Yeah, there's 16, a game going on here. Nearing the halfway point of the second quarter. A little high post to Drew Fouch. Marler working off a double screen. I thought they were setting a double screen there for Marler with three. And he finally gets rid of it to Dre Anderson. 
I don't know what play they called out of the timeout here, but I think it's already broken down. They're on they're on plan B, I think, at this yeah, point. Yeah, plan B and hooked back in, by the way, for you listeners. Kind of got two quick fouls in the first couple minutes, and he's back out there now. The ball is bounced. Now they swing it. Right side to Anderson. He'll drive baseline, cut off by Hall, and throws it away. Abel Wilson on the run, takes it up strong, misses the shot. Marler lands on Wilson out of bounds. There's no call there, huh? Yeah, that's got to be something you would think. And now down on the other end, a pull-up jumper by Dre Anderson is no good, and he gets the putback. Well, there's a and there's a technical foul on assistant coach Cairns on the bench. The foul is going to go on AJ Jinks. That's his second. I think the basket is going to count, and a timeout taken by head coach Doug Dennison with the United Red Storm. So we'll try to sort this out in 30 seconds. We'll be back. We're going to do some sorting. Back here at Abingdon Avon High School, quarterfinal Class 1A boys basketball regional action here. So the foul, Trey Anderson's going to get the bucket, right? Trey Anderson gets the bucket. Yes, he gets the, he and gets then the bucket. Be a tech, he gets an and one. An and one, and then they'll pick somebody to shoot two technical free throws on and the, the ball out. And, and the ball, right. So for you listeners to kind of sum it up, Abel Wilson got tackled <laughs> by Marley. And I, I would say tackled. And I'm, I'm an Aton guy through and through, but I just saw what I saw. And I felt like the back half of that play was, you know, there was contact. Then at the other end, Dre goes in and kind of extends his arm a little bit for a possible charge. Gets the rebound put back, gets, and then he gets tackled. Yeah, I was to say, there was another foul on that end. So then... The United bench obviously spoke up, and I, I can't blame them, and I know the rule is the, the coaching staff or players cannot say anything from the sidelines, and that's what the technical is. It's pretty quick at times, and unfortunately it is pretty quick at times. Yeah, they, they just messed that up because they should have been an and one. They're going to take yeah. one point off the board. Because it was 16-13 before all that melee. Oh, you're right. So it should have been and one. Dre would have shot one free throw. Right. He made that. He made that one, but then he shot a second one, correct? Yes. I thought they were starting to. I thought they were I did starting too. The, I thought uh, they were starting to technical. The but technical that, free throws. This always makes the coaches happy. Yeah. I mean, if. I mean, I don't know if. If if you're if you're coach Link, you don't want to take it off the board now. Put somebody else up there to shoot too, right? Well. Yeah, you never want to take a point off the board. No matter what. Oh, right. Go ahead and let him shoot the second one. He's made two in a row now. But if I was Coach Dennison, I would be hot about this. Because that just shows me we, we ask these players to keep their cool, the composure, and game face, whatever on. And then you got some refereeing that they let it get out of hand, and they don't do that on their end. Right. And then we can't say a word as coaches or players because that T gets right thrown on your face. Like, I said, I just. And I like how, I will say this, uh, off off the air, I saw Abel Wilson go right to the referee out of the timeout, very cordial mannered, um, and addressed the situation, didn't raise his voice, wasn't demonstrative, didn't cra- um, cause the crowd from United to get up and, and throw their arms up. I liked how he handled that as a team captain. I'm sure he's a team captain, how he plays. I really I really enjoy seeing those types of situations, and I wouldn't expect anything different from a uh, well-coached Denison team. Um, and I like how they handled that as, as players. Two officials are at the scorer's desk, and we're trying to figure out. So they, you're right, they did take a point off the board. 
they're explaining it to the announcers through NBC or ABC. <laughs> they got a, a little camera. But it's like it's like the NBA when they challenge it. The, uh, the referee boy. comes with a little camera and then he talks to the camera. We'll see we'll see Jared Hippen talking to the camera here in a minute. That's a scary thought. <laughs> we'd say it if Just he was kidding, there. We'd say it yeah, exactly. We'd say it if he was standing right next to us. <laughs> oh no, I was talking as usual. I didn't listen to what the PA announcer said. Well, Coach Dennison can say that's not fair. They did take the point off the board, by the way. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't see why Coach Dennison would be upset at this point, taking the point off the board. I wonder what his concern is. I'd be happy for taking the point off the board and letting him shoot two more. Right. Well, then Coach Wink is saying, "Well, hey, you already made. You already got one in there. Hey, just make these two, Dre, and everything and equals out. Equals out. Everything equals out. Just make the first one." So that gives eight down a 17-16 lead, and he made the and stock he did, mark. So it's okay. irrelevant. Everything's good. All right, we're all good. And now possession, like you said, more importantly, probably, is they get possession now because it would have been United basketball. Even after the end one, you get the ball. So, so it's already been a five-point, yeah, yeah. five-point possession. Worst case is that, and then now you can get an eight-point possession or even a seven if you run this play. Right. I hope I hope the listeners are, are straightened out because I'm still confused. I hope we at least made it. Somewhat understandable for the. It's eighteen sixteen. That's all that matters. Eight down the ball with three minutes. We've done the best we can. Exactly. Kick him back out to Marvin. He'll drive in. Goes up and Connor Elliott gets the block. And Wilson down with the rebound. No numbers. He will slow it down a little bit. Two white jerseys. Ooh, nearly throws it away. Weston Marvin diving on the floor. Tornadoes get the ball. Timeout. Head coach Corey Lake. That's Marler's game right there. It sure is. What'd you say it was? Five? Five eight. Five eight. Five eight. Okay. Well, let's call it five six. <laughs> and he stretched out to all five six and when he dove on the floor and did some remarkable tap away and then got the ball and kicked it ahead and just went called timeout. He is gassed now. He, just, he knocked the window. I mean, maybe an elbow. He might be holding an elbow on the dive on the floor there. I think he may have landed on the wrong part of the body. <laughs> right. You folks could just kind of just guess what, yeah. uh, what we part. We will not speculate. 18-16, <laughs> Tornadoes will be their ball following the Tornado timeout, sponsored by Pinkham's Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Pinkham's Electric at 335-3034. Tornado basketball, they're up by two. They trailed 16-13. They're a little 5-0 run here with 2.42 to go. Inbounding, and they get it in to Redford. And looks like the uh, Red Storm back to a man-to-man here. Thought maybe they were boxing one in Carter Redford. You tell his oh, grandkids, I got boxing one once in high school. <laughs> Storm with the, uh, with the steal, though, so now they got a chance to tie this thing up or take a lead with a three ball. Back to the top of the key is Carson Horner. Dribbles, pushes off Redfern. Abel Wilson with it. Now popping out of the ballgame, Zeke Clark. Back to Hunter Hall, top of the key. Now wide open three ball by Connor Elliott is good. Connor Elliott, only 12 made threes on the season. Two tonight. Two tonight. <laughs> Nineteen eighteen. That's what coaches' scouting reports always just. You just take the paper and throw it away. Let <laughs> the players play and who they are is who they are. <laughs> Driving in and 
kicking it down after almost losing it to Dre Anderson. His three ball is good. Dre Anderson Anderson 2-4. He's got 10 points all in this second quarter. So it was Carter Redfern in the first quarter. But so far, it has been Dre Anderson here in the second. How many threes do you have on the year? (laughs) I got him for 12 for Dre Anderson. 12 total. He's got one tonight. And out of bounds, it goes to... It will be Tornado basketball here with 1.23 left, 21.19. So 12 threes on the year and 10 threes on the year, and they're both hitting three <laughs> back to back. Yeah. Just what Coach Link and Coach Dennison said in their scouting report, right? We had, uh, I had the Mama's Roseville Titan girls game last night. Some girl for uh, Princeton had made like three threes all season long. All season long. Drilled two last night on back to back trips. <laughs> She can't shoot it. So let her shoot. <laughs> yeah. Spinning at the free throw line is Carter Redfern. Now in the corner. Shot fake. By uh, Kellen Hook. Yeah, Hook's back in the ball game. Yeah, he's back in it. And Steagle runs right into Jenks, who knocks him to the deck, and then goes ahead and makes the shot after Jenks got knocked down. 23-19. Turnaround jumper is good by Abel oh, Wilson. And now we got a warning on, on, on AJ Jenks. He's had, he's had quite a ball game here. We do have to leave the ball alone, that's for sure. But I don't like how dramatic that call is sometimes. It's just, yeah. just call it what it just is, a warning. Let's yeah. go. Let's get it in. That gets the crowd all fired up. Yeah, Jenks has actually been knocked to the deck a couple times, and I think he's the leading charge taker. And what a great course. luxury on that last play for uh, Coach Dennison. When you need a bucket, who do you go to? Mr. Wilson, of course. And, did a great job getting in the lane, and heck, he, he still shot that over two or three defenders when he got in the lane. So, great job by him. United has packed itself back into a 2-3 here, so Town says, all right, we'll just take the last minute off this clock. We'll play for one. Down to 10 seconds. Redford, three ball on the left wing by Kellen Hook is no good, but the rebound by Drew Fouch. Is, uh, his, Fouch is put back and swatted, and the shot at the buzzer. It's no good. Was that Aza Spiegel with the putback, right, on Fouch's block that's shot? A, that's how they closed both quarters, if you recall. Yes. Fouch uh, missed the first one the first quarter, and Aza kind of cleaned it up, got two free throws, and almost like a same piggyback uh, groundhog day play on the second quarter there. 25-21, the Tornadoes will take a four-point lead into the half. We'll be back with a halftime show. We're going to speak with United High School Athletic Director Jeremy Sharp when we come back. Here's your local McDonald's. Welcome back to Abbing Dave on High School. We are at the half. It is 25 to 21. The A-Town Tornadoes leading the United Red Storm as we start our halftime show, sponsored by LMP Insurance Agency. For your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Joining us at the half is United High School Athletic Director, Mr. Jeremy Sharp. How you doing, Coach? Good. How are you doing, Good, Sean? man. Doing good. Doing good. Uh, you had some athletes uh, in action this weekend. Yeah, actually, we did. We uh, just came back from today at UT. Um, we had Ethan Ellswick at the senior, his final state um, run. Uh, P. Arden is 200. Good. Ran a very good 100-yard freestyle, but just, I mean, it's a different level. It's a different level there, and he worked hard. And he, he represented us well and just caught, couldn't quite get on the medal. But he did very, very great job. And that was his last run as a senior. Yeah, the uh, and it's just one class. We were chit-chatting off there a little bit. It's crazy to have any sport in the state of Illinois be one class. I don't, I don't care what sport it is. It needs to be at least two minimum. 
Yeah, and it's tough. He's going against Gelsberg, Dunlap, yep. Fury. I mean, it's it is. You hear all these big names. You're like, well, what about <laughs> us smaller schools? But uh, exactly. but it is. I mean, it's what it is. And that's what it is. We're going to keep fighting. We'll keep we'll keep swimming just against anybody. We don't care. But yep. like I said, it is a challenge to get there. And uh, we're just happy he represents our school very well. Good, good for him. He's a good. Uh, I like that young man. Yeah. He's a good dude. You uh, also had a wrestler in Champagne this weekend. Yeah. That's a whole. That's a whole deal. Now I've never been to the Champagne State Finals for wrestling. That's a whole thing, man. I got the luxury of going down Thursday, um, and it was amazing. It's just great atmosphere. I mean, they got six mats going, and it's just bam, bam, one after another. And they're, I mean, it's it's fast paced, but it's great. Jake did a great job down there. Um, he's a junior for us. Um, you know, I think his record was like 45 and 10 overall, somewhere in that range, and uh, just a really good job. But it's you know, top 16 in the state yeah. at 152. That's a different world, and um, the kid he got beat by the first day. I think finished second last year. You know, and just Jake's one of those that he kind of waits and lets you make a mistake, and then he pounces on you. Well. That kid didn't make the mistake. and <laughs> Yeah, down there, they don't make a whole lot of mistakes, yeah, do they? <laughs> uh, but it was great. He represented us well. I mean, it was a great atmosphere. He came back uh, next day, won his first one, then got beaten in his second one. Um, you know, some people ask me, well, what place would that have been? I said, I'd have probably been 12, somewhere yeah. in that range. Uh, yep. But like I said, we're happy. We're proud of him. Um, proud of the program. Uh, what Logan's done, Logan Thiele's done there has been amazing. He just keeps taking steps forward, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. I mean, we had... Jake obviously got second in regionals, and we had four kids get fourth. They were one place away from advancing the sectionals, um, and we only have six that wrestled. So it was kind of like, you know, two, three-fourths of our team is, yeah. could possibly place. And, uh, but it was a great experience for them. A couple of them went down to state and got to practice at the U of I facility. Oh, no way. And, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, good experience for them and something hopefully they can learn moving forward. Good. Good. Um, I did a lot of the girls' basketball games this year with new head coach Chris Olson. I love where that's going. He does a great job with them. He's so composed. He works hard with them. They're, we're young. Um, we still can't beat oh, this guy young. over here yet, <laughs> yeah. but we're, we're trying. We're working on it, but we are. We're young. Uh, we won the first very conference, young. you know, which was nice. We were in the table there. Um, a lot of those girls played up. You know, we got to get stronger. we got to get some developmental skills, and the kids know that, but Chris Olson's does a great job he keeps his level headed he's always coaching that's what i love about it he's always coaching he'll turn around talk to the bench and explain something and and that, that's the main thing as a coach you want somebody coaching the entire game and he's got it he's got his hands down in that lower level and he has for several years already so it's going to continue to stay and that's that's the secret yeah, absolutely i mean that's something that they've worked on and he's been down there oh 10 plus years down there working with those kids and He's going to keep doing that, and that's just something he just loves. He's got passion for. He's got a couple young kids now that are coming up through the system. But even before that, he was still working with them. He just always wanted to coach. And um, just like where it's going, um, and like I said, we're going to keep rolling, and hopefully, hopefully we can get to the guy over here sometime. Well, and I'll say this from an unbiased opinion. The first two games we played them, they won one of the, you know, one of the quarters. Or I'm sorry, we won one of the quarters. The other three were pretty tight. In both of the first two games, the third game went a little bit different, but but uh, you know they compete, and that's for sure. And I, I even in the pregame, postgame, I always say you're going to have to play hard tonight because the other team on the other yep. side is going to do that. Coach yep. Olson has, and, and Lisa did that before before that. So anytime we play United, I know that that that's it's going to be one of those mucked up games where you just got to grind it out and, and look for your chances and take advantage of those chances. Spring sports coming up. What's they what do they look like? 
Absolutely. We're excited. Uh, we got the track in. Got a couple track yes. rings here, so we're excited to get that going. We've still got to get our discus and our shot put rings set. We kind of got to move some things around, um, but, you know, that's going to be exciting. There. We got that relay team that went to state last year. Yep. They're, they're back, the girl on the girl's side, so, um, you know, they're all back, ready to go. So, hopefully, you know, we can make another trip down there to state to see them. Uh, baseball team, um, you know, like I said, Mulk does a great job there. Uh, he just keeps – he doesn't even rebuild, man. He just keeps reloading and reloading. We're going to be young. You're going to see some freshmen, I think, playing for us wow. this year. Um, and we're going to be young, but I think we're going to be we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. He'll do a good job with them. Might have to change strategies a little bit to, yeah. to play something a little different. You know, the Cormix that can hit the doubles, triples, and the gaps. You know, <laughs> the we gap have, hitters are – We don't have those kids as much anymore, but hopefully down the road we will. Softball, you know, I hear the numbers are going to start coming back up a little bit, which good. is nice. That's great to hear. You know, um, you know, we just went through a little lull there where kids were just kind of burned out, you know, and I – that's the bad thing about young, young sports. They burn them out early, uh, and that's you. what I always get scared about. Every sport there is. I hear strong. you. I hear you. And and the track. Yeah, you, know, you talked about the track. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. coaching staff with the track every, and everything. Every head coach still there. Uh, track's still there. Kerry Clayton's my girls' coach, and Ryan Mullick's my boys' coach. And you know they're excited. They've already got things going. They got the kids. You know, kind of getting excited about it. We'll start. We don't start until after. After the winter sports, we don't like right. to. Yeah, we use them all. Yeah. So we just gotta wait, and uh, we usually wait until then. But yeah, we're excited. We're ready to go with it. Sounds good. All right, my man. Thanks for joining us at the half. I appreciate Thanks, it. That's Thanks, Brent, Director Thanks, Jeremy Sharp with the United Red Storm here on the halftime show. We'll get the uh, second half underway. It is 25-21. The A-Town Tornadoes with the four-point lead, and the Red Storm with the ball, taking it immediately to the rim is. Abel Wilson, what uh, what kind of things do you think maybe was talked about, Coach Dugan? Well, I think since the happy whistles there in the first half, I'm sure both coaches are talking about that. And I think A-Town took a little more advantage of getting into the lane with the, with their drive. And, you know, Coach Dennison comes out first play, gets a set play for for Abel, and he's coming off two doubles on the backside, curling, curling right to the lane and gets himself a foul line. And Abel Wilson missed the free throw. That's that's enough to alert the uh, the news media as it is. 78% free throw shooter and missed them both. Way to jinx That's him. even more crazy. <laughs> that's even more crazy. It is, too. That he missed, too. He is a fantastic free throw shooter. In a low-scoring game, you need some points from the uh, from the free line. Tornadoes off the rebound of the missed Farm King free throws. The family store is more since 1959. I'm laughing because both both teams came out, came out and ran the same set pretty much. <laughs> Cutting to the rim was Drew Faust. They're going to say it's tipped out of bounds by the United Red Storm. Uh, eight points in the first half for Connor Elliott and ten points for Abel Wilson. One point for Hunter Hall, two points for A.J. Jinks as we give you a Save-A-Lot Food Store scoring update. Eight points for Aza Stiegel for the A-Town Tornadoes, seven points for Carter Redfern, and what do we got? Ten points for Dre Anderson. So just three guys in the scoring column for A-Town. Ooh, nice move in the paint. Is that Redfern again? Redfern, yeah. Starting off uh, the third quarter like he did the first quarter. Nine points for Carter Redfern. Again, this average is six. So Very patient move there. He kind of let both United guys go flying by on the shot fake and turn around and shot it. I want to say he has been – one of, one of the guys has played really good basketball here in the second half of the season. So his six points is probably a little misleading, probably averaging pretty close to eight or ten during the second half stretch probably. Well, you look at that. He, he's got a grown-up body, right? I mean, you look 
there's a oh. take to the rim again. Didn't get the end one, but he'll get the free throw line. Dre Anderson. He got half a fist bump from the coaching staff down here as I watched him throughout that play. Dre Anderson is three, was three for three from the free throw line in the first half, all in that second quarter, and is only had only shot nine free throws coming into this ball game. Ball threes, and he made a three, right? I mean, it's, the stats can be thrown out the window in this game, I guess. <laughs> right. Coach Dennison for the United Red Storm is taking the timeout. He trails by 6, 27-21. That gives us a chance to talk to or talk about some sponsors jumping on board here for this ball game. Howell Trucking. South of Prairie City on 41 can handle all your trucking needs from dry van to liquid tank. If you need it moved, Hiles will get it done. Hiles also has the parts you need and can service how your heavy duty truck service your heavy duty trucks and trailers. Hiles Trucking Route 41 just south of Prairie City. Free throw line is Redburn for a pair. Again, three for three in that first half. The the uh, tornadoes were four of seven. That kind of a knuckleball lead. It's uh, not Phil Necro out there. <laughs> Are we aging ourselves again, Sean? Yeah, I can. And and he hit both of them. Both to go. Dre Henderson. Well, he made six of nine coming in. Yeah. Now he's five for five. Just give me the points, baby. That's yeah. all Coach Wayne's saying right now. Twelve points for Anderson. Doubling his season average. In the lane is Hunter Hall. Gets down the right side of the lane. Gets a shot blocked by Dre Anderson. Or excuse me, by uh, Drew Fouts. And here comes. Redford up the lane. Why not? All the way to the rim and score. <laughs> Carter Redford. Oh, I, was, I had Dre Anderson. I, that was the last one there. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Now we're good. I was going to say, it's going to be very important for uh, United to score there. And Jinx goes driving in the lane and gets a nice little bank shot from about 10 feet. 31-23, eight-point lead for the Tornadoes here with just under six minutes to go. It, well, yeah, Redford has 10 to 11 points now. It was uh, Dre Anderson was three for three in that first half in the free throw line. I got Dre and Carter mixed up. Redford has it now. He's looking for an opening now. He's calling. He's patting his head, calling for clear outs. <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> Spread it out. Just manhole. Let's go. <laughs> No, bad and pass. stolen away. Bad pass from Marler. Here comes Abel Wilson trying to reach in, and they will stop. Ooh, Wilson, yeah. not a shooting foul. Probably gets out there. I mean, oh. probably one of the better finishers in the area is uh, Abel Wilson. So, fouling him on, you know, in the ground when they don't have numbers, that, that's a pretty good foul. And Marler is guarding although, Abel Wilson. Although he just got third, third foul. Yeah. yeah. Well, watch how that plays out. Well, if you're Coach Dennis, you've got to get the ball right to, and there's a Shot right off the inbound by Abel Wilson from the corner. He made that down on this end of the floor in the first half. This he is did. this one. I would like to see him drive the ball there. Redford all the way to the rim. Six points in this quarter for Redford. He's got 13. 15 on the board. 15. Well, maybe I, I think I gave Gray Anderson a bucket there. Gray Anderson has not scored in the second half. I'm just right? saying what they have up there. I don't right. know. I'm not calling you wrong. That's for sure. <laughs> that would be that'd probably a good idea. No one's guarding Redfern. Heat check. Oh, and goes out of bounds. And, oh, boy, saved in to Wilson. He's on the run. He'll stop and pop a three and gets it to go, gets the bounce. So a three ball by Abel Wilson, 33-26. A a, uh, basketball game has broke out here in this third quarter. And there's Marler. They're going to get the blocking foul. He's going to go on Sergeant and that. 
is huge because that could have been four on Marler. Yeah, and I think that was the right call. I've heard it yeah. all year this year. When they lean back, they're out of position. That's what I get told numerous times. Speaking of Drake Anderson, he's here getting in the game early with Marler. I think Coach Lynch said, oh, we dodged one maybe there. Yeah, he gets Marler out of the out of the ball game. It was a seven-point lead, 33-26. Inbound. Great play. Two. Gray Anderson. No, or Drew Pouch. Drew Pouch. Yep. I'm going to get these straightened out here pretty quick. Three ball by Hunter Hall. Is, or a D sergeant sticks between the rim and the backboard. You rarely see that from the three-point line. I don't like that jump ball call, though. Right? They, yeah. It ends up being a jump ball. Because you could, you could get that ball back after a terrible shot. If it gets stuck in the rim. I guess that's also offense could grab the rebound, too. So it's kind of hard to say. But you shoot one like that, it sticks in the rim. I don't think you should be rewarded with the jump ball. Chance to get the ball, which they don't this time, but it could very well have been United's basketball. 35-26, the Tornadoes open up a nine-point lead. He did not travel. Travel falls going to go on well, Anderson. I know Dre pretty well. I watched him grow up. Those are some ugly shoes, and I watched him. And that, that, was not, that was not a – I didn't see him shuffle his feet back. That Those bad. are some really baby blue shoes he's got on there. Both of them just all baby blue. And now he's back up. a double dribble call on the – was a double store. dribble. That was a travel. Yeah. He carried it. I don't think that the referee had the right fundamentals there. It should have been a travel. Yeah, it was a turnover, but it sure wasn't the right signal. I don't think either. I'm in agreement with you. Nine-point lead and the basketball in Tornadoes, 35-26, under four minutes now, halfway through quarter number three. Trying to get a screen set for Anderson. Now top of the key is Stiegel. Back to Anderson on the right wing. Hook. Yep. Now we got an offensive foul on Drew Fouts. That'll be his second. Tom Drew, he chicken-winged him going across the backside. They're trying to get Callan Hook involved in the offense there. We saw that one. I believe they call that play Ohio State or something like that. I was, Tyler used to run that. Tyler Dugan, he's 23 years old, by the way. Is he? So no. they used to run that back in the day with Coach Jones. Lord, you're getting old. Yeah. You're getting old, dude. <laughs> Thank you. This is really oh, <laughs> stuck me between Fouch's knee and what they call there. I don't know, a foul on the drive to the hoop by Jinx. He wants the uh, shooting call. He ain't going to get it. Okay, so he got called it for Siegel on the body, but. It ended up in, in between his knees. <laughs> He's standing straight up and down. Jenks throws it away. Picked off by Kellen Hook. Up the floor comes Stiegel all the way to the rim. Oh, fouled on his way to the rim. Probably going to be Connor Elliott, I think, for United. It is. That's just his first. Stiegel is kind of a nightmare person to guard. He's tall in length. He takes the hoop strong. And he elevates pretty well. He's a pretty good athlete jumping up and down, um, especially up towards the rim. Stiegel with eight first-half points, now nine. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Timeout taken by head coach Doug Dennison. It's going to be a full timeout. 36-26, biggest lead, I think, for either team at 10 points here for the Tornadoes. We'll be back in one minute. Pizza is both teams back on the floor following the timeout at the free throw line is Aza Stiegel misses the second one. Made the first one, missed the second one, so the lead remains at 10. United basketball trailing by 10 with a little over three minutes to go, 3-10 to be exact in the third quarter. Top of the key, Abel Wilson, a free ball, no good. Rebound by Kellen Hook. Hook quickly over the timeline. He'll... 
Oh my goodness. Hand check out on the on the perimeter by Connor Elliott. That'd be his second. That, that hand check didn't affect the play. And, and no. I don't know. I just... Yeah, I mean, I know it looked like, uh, what was it, was it Siegel? Siegel was a basketball. I think he tried to get to the lane there a little bit, but I'm not sure. He but, was kind of going sideways through it, not really at the, at the rim. Yeah. yeah, I'm like you, not a whole lot of advantage there. With the basketball, Spiegel, he loses a handle on it. Top of the key, back cut by Redfern. They missed him. He was looking for the lot. He might as well get a dunk. Yeah, now he's done anything else. on the rim on that one. <laughs> Redfern left wing. Top of the key is Jerry Anderson. Lops it in to Stiegel. Yeah, Three-second on Stiegel. That is three three-second calls I've seen in the last couple of ball games, and I hadn't hardly seen one all season long. All season. And then I've seen a handful here just in the last week or two. That was a good call. I watched the whole play, and I knew the, I knew the play call anyway. The single, single definitely was a nice Jinx, nice take to the to the rim. He scores. That's his fourth point. Lead down to eight, 36-28. And I don't remember who I was working with, but they said, well, you know, if they're calling three seconds, it was probably 13 seconds in the lane. Right. <laughs> if they've been there long enough to call it, they've been in there long enough. <laughs> Left wing is hooked. Top of the key is Fouch. Now Redford. Trey Anderson from the top of the key. Three, a little off, but getting position. And the putback, Aza Stiegel. Aza doing a great job today on the offensive board, keeping balls alive on the offensive side of things. And that's always a plus when uh, you struggle to score anyway. That's a great job. Uh, and fouled on a long two, so this will be a two-shot foul for Abel Wilson. That'll be the third foul on Fouch. Still got a minute and a half left here in the third quarter, so not super danger, but you certainly don't want to pick up a fourth one early in the fourth. I, I, I can hear Coach Canhound saying that till this day, do not foul jump shooters. <laughs> Ever. But Abel misses another one. That's the third straight for Wilson. He is a 78% free throw shooter, 91 out of 116 coming into this ball game. Let's talk about this, though. He has had a rough go of getting an open shot all night. Marler's been all over him. A-Town defense, Gray's been all over him, Anderson. And when you get a chance to get a free one, sometimes they're not so free because you work so hard to get the ball all night long. You know, that's just yeah. that's the way it sure. works. Sure. Redfern looking to go one-on-one there on Hunter Hall. Gives it up, now gets it back. Left wing, kind of all by himself there. He'll go baseline. He's cut off. Good kick to the wing. Good release. No sh- Good by Dre Anderson and Hunter Hall. Oh, my God. Oh, they're going to get a foul on. Oh, boy. On Kellen Hook, and I thought it was a tie-up there. United fans want a on a technical on Hook. They ain't gonna get that. I think they wanted on Coach Lynx as well. Oh yeah, and he's gonna get Marlow back in the game with his third foul. But decided to sit him with a minute left. Yeah, I would sub him in here on defense. Although you do want to shut down Wilson here on this possession. Single-digit game, 38-29. Wilson with the basketball. Top of the key three. He's fouled. Why are we fouling jump shooters? And if that's hook, that's his fourth. And it's going to be Dre Anderson. So he caught a break there. Abel Wilson, who is one for four, is going to get three three free throws. And he can make this quickly a six-point game if he gets all three. That's the first one. Makes it 38-30. With 50.8 seconds left here in the third. 
Three fouls on Kellen Hook, three fouls on Drew Fouch, and three fouls on Weston Marlowe. Second one goes. Well, who's kidding who? You're going to get fouls when you got to guard Wilson. Yeah. The way yeah. he plays, and, and you've got to share those fouls. Certainly out. one you don't want to take No, there. you don't want that one. He's he all three. He just, he, and he saw the ball go through the hoops three times. Yeah. That's the other part that sometimes you don't recognize. And on the run, after the third free throw, and oh, Kellen Hook's going to be fouled. I say, oh my goodness, just because they what? Like they're calling kick that fouls right now. I mean, both teams are very pretty. Yeah, and the, the game has gotten real choppy here. Yeah, it has. Tommy Elliott's going to draw the foul. That's his third. Hard to get a flow to the game when you're as a player. It's a, it's a struggle. Bounded under their own hoop to foul. She looks to get it to Redfern. Carter's probably like, I've never been the guy they've looked for before, but man, this is my night. Look for me. <laughs> yeah. Back to the back house, Dre Anderson with 30 seconds to go. Two Redfern. As far as this point, I think they'll play for one. And as far as driving the ball to the hoop, Carter's done the best probably out of all the eight-pound guys. Who's the handle on? It's going to say United Basketball on the Redfern drive to the hoop. Yeah, I think so, too. He's he's gotten to the rim at will there. There was a good stretch of time during that second quarter where he got to the rim like a two or three straight trips. Especially with hooking foul trouble. It's been a nice, nice plus. Inbounded to Redfern with 20 seconds to go. In the paint is Faust. He gives it up. Top of the key, Redfern gets a screen from Stiegel. Anderson with 10 seconds to go. Anderson will back it back out to Tom. Now Redfern with six seconds. Got to get something going here. Down to three. Redfern all the way to the rim and scores. He's going to get a three-point play opportunity. Wow, they milked that all the way down to point eight. Redford's going to get the bucket and an and one. I wouldn't put Marler back in the game with 0.87. No. Oh, he didn't hook out. But still, I mean, there's re- there's no need to have him out there now with point eight. And no offense to Jacob Hall, but he's got some length to him. He's a sophomore. I'd put him on the court and just say, hey, you're going to not foul, and you're just going to basically play half yeah, court defense. I'm, I'm sure Coach Lane said, don't touch a soul here. Crazy things happen in the game. Knuckleball? Knuckleball. Oh, and bounce. We'll go over the back. Technically a push call if Josh Oaks is out there. Did get a one-on-one on that one now? Oh, that's, yeah, that's not a player control foul, right? Yeah, one-on-one. That's wow. the worst-case scenario for A-Town. Drew Fouch's fourth foul with .8 left. And you're going to put A.J. Jinx at the free throw line. I talk about basketball IQ all the time, and I'm not – blowing Drew up here. He's a very smart kid. Let me let me first and foremost say that. Very smart guy. He's played sports all his life. That's just one of those is, I don't think his head was attached very well to his shoulders. Cause, and I'm even sure that his dad's over there probably about ready to kick him in the rear end for that one. Coach Link firing up the student section over there telling him to get up. Hawaii and so over there getting yeah. them going. 40-32, end of the fourth quarter. So we'll step aside, take a 30-second break, and come back for the fourth. Welcome back to Abingdon on High School. We had uh, we had the uh, junior high for eighth down at, at halftime. The seventh-grade boys basketball team honored for their great season. Yeah, they finished fourth. I got a chance to watch them. Like I told you, I watch basketball all the time. It seems like I took a Saturday, went down to uh, or went over. Uh, what was that? I don't even know now. Um, all these gyms look the same, but they got fourth this year. Um, great job, and they honored them here tonight at halftime. And I want to recognize them. Eli Schistler, Arthur Bent, Braylon Griffith, 
Cooper Anderson, Branson Thomas, Carter Halcombe, uh, Trayvon Keenan, Riker Darth, Dax Anderson, Dallas Markley, Terrence Ruffett, uh, Bentley Putnam, who had a great tournament, by the way, Colin Jennings, Elias Terrence, Pete Anderson, the managers, uh, the coaches, Jake Pierce and Gary Cameron did a fantastic job with that program this year. Congratulations to those young men. Seventh grade, fourth place in the state of Illinois. Well, you and, I, you and I both know Gary Cameron. Yeah. And he didn't play a lick of basketball. He only played baseball and golf. So it had to be pure talent by the players, right? <laughs> That's a good point. I wonder where you're going with that. And yes, I'm just going he's to say here, yes. He's here in the crowd, so he didn't hear that. Otherwise, <laughs> I might be on the run. I'm sure he listens to every podcast we have. He'll eventually hear it. I'll tell him I took a shot at him. I'm not kidding. Uh, third foul on A.J. Jinks on that previous trip. And Weston Marner steps up and hits the free throw. His first point of the ball game, and he has played a way bigger role than, than scoring the basketball, as he normally does. Right. Well, and it's both. And uh kind of scored United up 15-11 total, already being up four at half. Wilson gets in the lane and scores. Shut the field for that in the fourth yes. quarter. It's it's able time. I think I, we did the Stark County game. It was senior night for eight or for uh, United on Tuesday night. We did the eight town or the United Stark County game, and it got down to the fourth quarter, and it was it was able time. He just completely took over in the fourth quarter. I was calling him uh, Abel Lillard. It was it was Dame it was Dame Wilson. I got the left wing. Redford fakes the three, gets into the lane, blocking foul. Yeah. Sergeant was just a little bit too, didn't get there in nearly enough time. Now he's a fourth foul on Sergeant. Carter Redford come out party tonight here at uh, A-Town Gym. 17 points. I've never, I, I'll tell you what, I watched a lot of basketball here at A-Town, and, and Carter's really kind of drawn for our eyes here the last half of the season. Free throw, first one is short. So he'll get a second one. 18 fouls apiece here with 7.03 fourth quarter, so... We're probably going to have a free throw shooting contest here down the down the stretch. 42-34, eight point lead for Aid Town, and a second shot by Redfern. Back iron misses the boat. Wilson with the rebound. And they've got two guys shadowing shadowing uh, Mr. Wilson right now. It's Stiegel, at least at the start of this defensive trip. I, yeah, one up with Marler. I think that just get the ball out of his hands initially, and Wilson misses the three, top of the key, yeah. and a foul on the backcourt. So um, that's a one and one, but now it's a double bonus from here on out. Yep, this, will be the last, this will be the last uh, one of the bonus here for the Tornadoes. They're going to shoot free throws the rest of the way. 58% as a team on the season for the Tornadoes. Well, a team that struggles to score anyways, and ball handling is a little suspect at times. Uh, they do have Gray and Cook out there at the same time, but uh, shooting free throws from here on out has got to be a plus. Oh, don't get it. And we do. Wow. Man, that's bad Hook has not uh, scored. He's the leading scorer on the season, but just a tick under 10 points, 9.8, and Hook has not uh, not scored yet. I want to say the last home game they had here was against Princeton, and he struggled at the line that night. And it was a real physical game, and they came out on top, but it's one of those things where he struggled at the free throw line. I think he just got that in his own head right now. Got the yips from the free throw line. First free throw is good by Elliott. Yeah, it's not good when your opponent's scoring from the free throw line with the clock stop. That is not a good thing for any basketball team that's winning. 
That's a seven-point lead for the Tornadoes. Elliott can make it a six-point game. It doesn't. Misses it. Comes right back to him. But Dre Anderson could box out on Elliott. There's Hook. Well, cutting down the lane. Carter Redford. 19 points. I'm going to probably go on a limb here and say, and there's a scoop shot in the lane by Wilson, and he's found he'll get a pair of free throws. I'm going to say this is probably a a career high for Carter Redford. I think and I don't is. think I'm being too crazy by saying that. No. What did you say, averaging six on the year? No. I don't think he shot it six times in a game. <laughs> There's no way. That, yeah, that's, congratulations to him. And yes. Great look by Hook, too. I don't want to uh, bypass that. He did a great job of shot faking his guy up in the, in the air, and then Carter made a nice little cut and did a little relay handoff there that got him to the rim. Wilson. Makes the second, makes both free throws. So that's, uh, what, six in a row for Wilson after missing his first three. Seven-point game, 44-37, eight-town basketball in the lead. Hook's drive is cut off, back to Redfern. He loses a handle on it, but getting the loose ball is Stiegel. Back to Hook now. Holding is Dre Anderson. Two more, Lark. Six minutes left, just running a little clock here, hoping that something maybe will open up. Carter. I'm sure Coach Link is like, all right, settle down, bud. You're not going to score every time. <laughs> I'm not, at this point, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Stiegel to Dre Anderson. Good, good job by Ace. Uh, good backup by uh, Kellen Hook right there, but he went the safe route. Redford drives, gets his man in the air, and up off the glass is good. 21 points for Carter Redford. Stop, drop, and roll, Carter Redford. He is hot. <laughs> He's on fire. He's, uh, that, I mean, that's, that's playing with confidence, man. I mean, he, he takes it right to the rim. And I I don't – I've done a few eight-town games. I don't remember him being this, you know, this confident with the basketball. And a shot missed by Elliott. Dre Anderson with the rebound for the Tornadoes. Well, and more importantly, he's been driving to the rim, getting to the foul line, missed the last couple free throws. But that time he shot the Gable in the air and then went right back at him and finished the two. I mean, sometimes when guys have these just crazy point totals that they don't normally have, it's they're just making a bunch of shots. He's gotten to the rim for over half of those points. What, what if you're Bobby Anderson right now? He's counting right down here in front of me. He's got Carter Redfern probably as the one guy that he's got to stop. Not that he hasn't seen <laughs> Right, right. But something that's hot that you need to be aware of, for but, sure. But they're probably looking at each other going, what? What about this guy? What do, you, what do we know about so this guy? We have to watch like six guys now. <laughs> yeah. Timeout taken on the floor by head coach Doug Dennis of the United Red Storm. They trail by nine, 46-37. More sponsors from the Abingdon Avon area, electromechanical resources with over 40 years of experience. You can rely on electromechanical resources. EMR can repair and rewire your farm, commercial, industrial, or residential motors to help minimize your downtime. If you need parts, EMR, if EMR doesn't have them, they can get them. Customer service is the number one priority in electromechanical resources in Abingdon. Also, Hitzel Pearson West, having the talk of a lifetime can make a big difference. Sharing stories with people you love and cherish not only strengthens our bond with them, but will also be very significant when it's time for us to honor the life they live. This message is brought to you by Hensel Pearson West Funeral Directors and Cremation Services in Galesburg and Abingdon. And I didn't finish the, that. That Sunfrey team finished 27-3. Lost their first game of the year and lost their last two games of the year. 
Wow. That's How much a of a run is that? Between. Yeah, exactly. Holy cow. And wow. I, again, I got the pleasure of watching them just a couple games, but man, oh man, they are, they knew what they had and they had a point guard, record guard, who did a great job facilitating the offense and he can handle it pretty well and handle the pressure uh, throughout the tournament. Seventh grade team for the Tornadoes here and having, having an Avon. Actually, they're based on Avon, right? That's junior high. Is it Avon? Right. Yep. Yeah. Redfern. Little crossover dribble looking for an opening. This is the hook. Hook out to Stiegel. Chipped away, and they're going to call a foul. Oh, bonus. David Wilson, that's only his second. And boy, I've watched a lot, just watched a lot of games this year. They just, they've, they've let teams play, not crazily, but they just let teams play. That probably would have gone, although he didn't lose the basketball, so there was an advantage game there by it. I, Atron struggled on the free throw line, and yeah, they're ahead nine points. A good thing. I, I don't. It might not be a bad strategy for Coach Dennison's team to say, "Hey, let's put them at the foul line. They're not making free throws." Do and missed them both. Fact, they're fouling. They're fouling foul on the rebound. Gosh darn! That's just, Coach Link is beside himself. He's gonna go sit up and stand right now. <laughs> he headed that way. He's pointing at the head. You're right. He's pointing at the head. Or no, he's going to say, hey, I'm going to start losing my hair like Dugan. I think that's what his point is. That is the second on Carter Redfern. Redfern's like, how come I'm not getting star treatment tonight? Why why don't you let that go? (laughs) Star power. Yeah. I got 21. Just like Abel Wilson, I got 21. (laughs) First free throw's good for A.J. Jinks. That gets it down to an eight-point game, 46-38 to with 4.26 to go here in the fourth quarter. Winner moves on, and we haven't talked about where the winner will move on to yet. We'll talk about that at the next break. Both free throws good by Jinks. He's got eight points, the senior. Looks like he almost didn't step back in. And there's Redford on the end of the pass and misses the shot, and he's fouled on the putback. United just at this point is not securing rebounds. Coach Link has some ups, man. He, He wanted that shot to go in for Carter. Coach Link probably jumped over Caleb Bassman sitting on the bench. And his four fouls on Jinx. Jinx. Redford at the free throw line. I just noticed that uh, Coach Dennison is on the bench or on has to sit down. Any bench technical, the head coach has to sit. Is that yeah, the deal? Yeah, okay. that, that's, that's where, the dumbest rule in, in high school sports. It is. I, I know it's to settle them down, but who's to say you can't yell no, from Absolutely. Them? Yeah. In fact, you have to yell more, honestly, to get your players' attention. Mm-hmm. Wow, Jim, great crowd here tonight. And you have to yell more. So, And I don't know how many times I've heard coaches got a technical all because they were yelling and the referees didn't know they were yelling at the player. They yep. thought they were yelling at the ref. Yep. I, I just I don't like it. Put the coach in a timeout. He's not 12. He's an old man. And the shot in the lane is good. Man, and uh, Abel Wilson gets the roll. Down to six points, 47 to 41. Eight down was the lead, and the oh, basketball a, drive. Oh, that counted. They're going to count that. that. That is NBA continuation. That was an <laughs> NBA continuation. Are they going to discuss this? If they uh, take the points off the board, somebody better go restrain Coach Link. Oh, boy. They are going to count the basket. Wow, that was NBA continuation. There's no way. Weston Marler. What a move by Weston, though. 
think he just gave him the bucket because you Euro. don't see that normally yeah, like out of Weston Marlin. I don't know if the Euro step more so than the guy grabbed a hold of him. Marlin makes the free throw. Don't, don't you think, though, that the ref could have possibly called an intentional because he grabbed him and pulled him backwards? Yes. So maybe it all it, it all been a wash. But, yeah, I, guess. I mean, Coach Dennison would argue that point, I imagine, and, and reasonably so. Yeah, wow, that was that was definitely NBA. But Marler makes the free throw to boot, so it's up to a nine-point lead now with 3.42 to go. That makes it a little tougher now. And the red storm. Wilson down the right sideline. Gives it up to Jinx. They swing it. Pull-up jumper from the left elbow is great, no good. Great job by Dre Anderson moving uh, him off the line there. I wasn't too sure. Who shot that? Sergeant. Right, foul. Connor Elliott's going to get his fourth foul. And that will put, uh, yeah, speaking of getting hit in a spot where we thought maybe might have happened earlier in the game, I believe well, it definitely it. happened here. Oh, that's number five on Elliott. Oh, well, wow. I just talk, went in there. Yeah. You talk about high school athletes, upper bodies. You got Kellen Hook, who has been spent some time in the weight room, and Elliott has done so as well. I mean, those guys are battling all night tonight. There oh, you go, Kellen. Good by Hook. That's first point for Kellen Hook. It's a 10-point lead for the Tornadoes, and that's Kellen Hook's first point of the ball game. Well, and who would have thought, okay, Coach, Coach Link, Kellen's going to get his first point with 326 left in the fourth quarter. How do you feel about that, and where do you think you'd be positioned? You wouldn't think you'd be up 10 points. No, no, absolutely. And Carter Redfern, by the way, has 21 and could have had 23 <laughs> yeah. if he finished that layup. Average of six points. 10-point game, 51-41. to 41. Timeout on the floor, taken by head coach Doug Dennison. He's down to one. We'll step away, take a quick 30, and come back. Back here at Abington Avon High School, 326 to go, fourth quarter, 51 to 41. Tornadoes with a 10 point lead. The winner will move on to play the winner of Galva and Robo Williamsfield. Galva, yeah, we talked about a little bit in the pregame show, at least I alluded to it with the pregame interview with Doug Dennison. Galva with 32 games this year, 2 and 30, 1 over the limit for uh, games for IHSA basketball teams. So Robo Williamsfield automatically moves on. And Coach, uh, Coach Bob Anderson right in front of us here scout in this ball game here. Second free throw is good. I think that guy would scout uh, <laughs> uh, junior league team for that matter. He, he's always in the gym. Wilson takes the three, drives in, floater. Oh, good. Now, they're, now they was not, they were not going to call that one. If it would have went in, that would not have been a three-point play. That was more of a three-point play than what we saw down here. We're, we're, we're doing NBA referee. You notice that? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Wilson is still going to get two free throws out of this. Both teams in a double bonus, even though it was called on the floor. First one is up and good. He gets it down to 10 points, 52 to 42. And Wilson will get a second one. 308 to go. Coach Dennison down to one timeout. Uh, two timeouts for Coach Link for eight down. Missed the second one. So still a 10-point game, 52 to 42. Double bonus for both teams. We'll well over the 10 foul limit. Now we got a foul out by half court. That's Wilson. That's just his third. So no danger there. No, it's not going to be. Yeah, it is. I didn't see the foul, really. Yeah, I didn't. Let him play on. There's no advantage either way. And I know at this point, United's probably like, yeah, like with them not being a great free throw shooting team, his old hacker shack is in, is in full force here, probably. 
So first free throw good by Hook. Three of four from the free throw line. This Stay is on the line. Yeah, 53-42. 11-point game. Hunter Hall will fire a three. Short. And awesome. rebound by Carter Redfern. And a foul. Jenkins probably out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Jenks is going to get the foul. And he will foul out the senior. Will foul out with two eight points. And into the game comes Zeke Clark, sophomore for Coach Denison. At the free throw line, there's that man. Mama, there's that man, Carter Redford. 22 points on the night. I think he did make one or two on that one. Yeah. Layup. That was his only downfall, really. Oh, Missed a couple free throws. On the season, a 51% free throw shooter. Only 37 attempts coming into this ball game for Redford. He's got 26 tonight. No, I'm just kidding. It feels like 26 attempts tonight. I bet you Coach Dennison thinks that. Yes. Yeah. One out of two for Redford. 23. It's up to 12. I think that's the biggest lead. I'm not sure they were over 11. And they got two guys on Wilson. That's good defensive uh, strategy there. And now we have, they're going to say, oh, it's it's United. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that's closely. Close one. I think the officials at this point are like, eh, if the United's down 12, let's give them the ball. They're already mad enough. Now keep the fans off. I'm not tall enough to see this bar <laughs> in front of me. So maybe that's why <laughs> I couldn't either. see it. We used to have the banner that, that took up a bunch of that stage, too. I moved the banner down on Knox, too. That'll help him. Wilson. Fires up a three. Top of the key. No good. Rebound comes down to Kellen Hook. Good job by uh, Dre Anderson, man. Yeah, you're down 12 and you need some points, but took it a couple of really quick threes here. But then again, they really haven't gotten to the rim a whole lot either. So, no, I, mean, I, I don't know what you do. With Jenks off the floor, who was getting in the rim, getting to the lane and then the, getting some shots up to the rim. In that third quarter, you take him off the floor, you know, now having five fouls. Now you gotta, you're limited on options. And I think that's what A-Town's taking advantage of by going and double and able and getting the ball out of his hands and then just denying it, complete denial on him. Kellen Hook. Makes his first free throw, makes it 13, that's the biggest, and makes it 14 with his second, that's the biggest. And this is not what Coach Dennison wanted with 56 points on the board. He, he said that in pregame, that cannot happen tonight. Yeah, let's keep it under 50. Missed shot by Wilson, rebounded by the eight-down Tornadoes with 2.19 to go, and it looks like the Tornadoes are going to move on to the Regional semifinals Carter. at United. They're going to be at United on Isn't, that, isn't that weird? On, yeah. On Wednesday. Carter Redfern's going to have a school record here. <laughs> 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 Redfern's back at the line. School yeah. record's like 38 by Caden Jones, I think, or 39 or something like that. Not by Bob Seidel. <laughs> <laughs> wow, or the Bob Seidel. <laughs> He'll get a kick out of this. Uh, he's, he's laughing in his easy chair right now. Yeah, if yeah. he's awake, he might be asleep by now. <laughs> it is 630 on Saturday. He's probably asleep. Wake him up, Cindy. Like, Wake uh, him up. The game's on. It's like Coach Dennison's calling off the dogs maybe a little bit. He's got Abel on the course, though, I guess. Yeah, maybe try to get some seniors out there in the shop here. Second free throws misses both there. 56-42. Wilson to the right wing. He'll feed on the post and throw it away. Try to get it to Hunter Hall. A-Town with the steal and a foul by, by United in the backcourt. That'll be on Hunter Hall. That'll be his fourth. 
And I want to take a minute. I know uh, Coach Link kind of avoided what you said as far as the turnaround season going 10-5 and five last 15 games. I've been kind of the outside looking in on, on a lot of this and watch the practice and how hard they work these kids and how hard these kids work. And it's, it's just great to see that out of the last 16 games at 11-5, when they start out the year 0-14, oh, they had 14. a tough schedule. They yes. had a gauntlet yes. uh, of a schedule. But I will tell you this, wow. it's a pleasure – to be alongside Coach Wayne, Coach Bass, and Coach Pierce. Um, just see the job they do and the job they've done to this point. Uh, just I want to stand up and applaud them and how, how they've done everything this year and with these guys. It wasn't it wasn't like five and nine or four and ten. It was 0 and 14 to start this season. Yeah. And they are going to get to 11 and 19. He can get to 500 in uh, in Champaign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm not even sure he's 500 in champagne. <laughs> First free throw's good by hook, so makes it a 15-point game, 57 to 42. On the floor for the United Red Storm, Andrew Olson is out there. Also, Jack Youngman. Also, Ian Leffler, freshman. Andrew Wilson still out there, and now Wilson's going to come out. Probably get a nice round of applause. A well-deserved. Round of applause to the United fans for that, man. That would almost, almost require a standing ovation with the season he's at. Nice sportsmanship by Coach Link. Congratulating him as he went off the floor. Kenneth Higby also on the floor for the United Red Storm as well. And I'm messing one out there somewhere. Higby with the basketball now. There it is. It's uh, Landon Burns. For the A-Town Tornadoes, they got C.J. Pugh out there and stolen away. By Drew Dawson Fenton, his layup is no good. Fenton, another junior. And who else they, do they have out there? Oh, well, that's in here. We got uh, uh, Kyle McVeigh. Talked about Q. Three pointer is up and good by Landon Burns. That gets a big round of applause. Oh, that gets the standing ovation. Big smile on his face. Yeah, Landon Burns. With the three ball. He was over two this season. He finally got his first three ball. Uh, also in the ball game is Jacob Hall for the eight-count tornadoes. That might have been the one I was missing, though. Along with Jerry Anderson. I'll tell you this, Sean. Dawson Fenton can throw a baseball about mid-80s. So he can bring it a little bit. So he, he blew up that floor like he was on fire, too, after that steal. Missed three ball by Kyle McVeigh. Going to go out of bounds. It will go to... The United Red Storm with one minute left, 58-45, to 45, a 13-point lead for A-Town. They'll get to 11-19 on the season. The United Red Storm season will end at 13-18. and 18. And Coach Doug Dennison denied his 100th victory here. He had two chances here down the stretch. He lost to the aforementioned Bob Anderson, Robo Williamsfield Tigers, or uh, Cougars, excuse me, back on Thursday and had another shot. To get to 100 today, and he'll go into next season with 99. Rebounded by the Red Storms. Can take me off the miss. We got a foul. Well, I'll tell you this. I know Doug Dennison very well as a as a basketball coach, and even as a better person. Uh, he'll get that 100 win and, and then some. Um, he gets his kids to play very very hard, uh, and, and I won't question the talent on, on United this year. That's not what this is all about, but. Uh, they had t- tough time torn at times. Yeah. But what they do on the defensive side, it just gives the other team, you got to find points somewhere, whether you're not allowing them or you're getting them. 
and he did a great job with his team. And it's Cardi's been with his Cardi played, and you won't hear him complain about it. All you hear from that guy is very positive stuff, and how he coaches is is, is exactly how his team plays. Very positive, um, looks for great opportunities, and I, I give him a high five on the job he does. Graduated, graduated a ton of talent off that sectional semifinal run that he had last year. That I believe did it end here. They got ended here in Abingdon, I believe. I think you're right. Yeah, against Southeastern, lost to Southeastern. They're, they'll dribble that out. Your final score: the Eight-Town Tornadoes 58. The second half surge continues. Ten or excuse me, eleven and five in their last sixteen games are the uh, Eight-Town Tornadoes. And the Deanna Ridge Storm will end the season at 13 and 18. We'll total up some points. We'll uh, get a chance to talk to both head coaches coming up at the half at the uh, postgame show in three minutes. Welcome back to Abington Avon High Schools. We start the postgame show after the Eight Town Tornadoes move on to the regional semifinals next week. Oddly enough, at United High School next Wednesday night, they'll be taking on the Robo Williams Field. Cougars, 58-45 to 45 was the final here between the uh, Tornadoes and the Red Storm. Uh, Played some pretty good basketball, now heading in to take on the uh, Bob Anderson Cougars. You know, Coach Blink's got to be really, really proud of his kids for winning a game in the regionals. That was not even in the discussion around Christmas time. They no, were just, they were, folks, they were 0-14. They were trying to figure Christmas out how time. to get a win, let alone thinking about winning a regional game. And now they, they're, I'm sure their heights are set a little higher about maybe even trying to win a regional championship. Yeah. Now, Rob Williamsfield's a great basketball team, well-coached, legendary coach of Bobby Anderson. So there's a tough task. But yet, that's why they play the game, right? The other uh, the other semifinal will be a game between West Central and Elmwood. That's played today. And also Ridgewood and Anawan. Those two winners will play in the second semifinal at 730. A-Town will now take on Robo Williamsfield at 6 o'clock at United High School. On Wednesday night, I'm guessing we are more than likely probably going to be out there to uh, to catch that one for the folks and and, and uh, bring you some more basketball here. We 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 got some games next week. I know Mammoth Roseville boys and Mammoth Roseville girls have won, so they will move on to next week. We got the Eight Town Tornadoes moving on. This season isn't over. Well, I thought I was getting a break here pretty soon. Yeah, there's no break to be had to be had by you. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to be on the radio, bud. Exactly. Heading this way and getting up here is the United Red Storm head coach. Mr. Uh, Doug Dennison, again, following the 58-45 loss. Coach, just a tough one there, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a tough one. Um, but hats off to A-Town, man. It's a nice, solid squad. I can, I can okay. kind of hear gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, that's a tough squad, and Coach Link did a great job with the guys. And uh, they did what uh, championship teams do, and... and uh, and put us away. Well, what what kind of what they do to you tonight, X's and O's wise? They, they play some tremendous defense, um, and that's the biggest thing. And they're physical. They're physical. They're aggressive, uh, and they do all the little things. Honestly, that don't show up in the scorebook. They do all of those things. Um, it's always been a tough place to come play. Uh, clear back in the seventies, we played. Yeah. Um, you knew you were in a, in for a fight, and it's uh, going to be physical when you walk into the school. You know it's going to be a physical game. It's uh, always, always has been, always will be. Um, I felt like our guys uh, stepped up and, and matched that, and and uh, and but I, and again, I also feel like we kind of stepped. Uh, we didn't want much of it later on in the game. So 
um, hats off to them. Hats off to them. They did exactly what you need to do to, to put a ball game away. What would you like out of your ball club? You know, we, it, it's, it's, it's been a, it's, it's been a, it's been a learning experience uh, all season across the board and uh, season's done and still going to be learning. Um, we did some decent things offensively. We did some nice things defensively. We just, uh, struggled putting the ball in the basket um, I'm not sure what our free throw percentage was, but it wasn't very good. And, I've got 11 for 20, and that's totally unofficial. And, and, and if we shot 20 free throws in a ball game, that's very good for us because normally we're not aggressive going to the rim, sure. so we don't get those. Um, I'm not going to complain about referees, but uh, we did not get the, the, the game called um, the way that we need. And, and, but you know what? My guys, and we've talked about it all the season, you have to adjust your game night in and night out to the way that it's being called. And, and if I'm spitting out teeth and the referee didn't call a foul, it's not a foul tonight. And, and, <laughs> and, and we just, we, we, I don't know. There were times tonight where, and I talked about it uh, at halftime, 80% of our focus was on stuff that we could not control, which leaves 20% on what we need to be thinking about and you can't win ball games like that um you gotta you gotta go on to the next play you gotta go on to the next play whether it's a good call a bad call a no call we've got to go on to the next play and, and that's in any and, sport and, and, across the board yep i just used the analogy in the in the locker room uh, you know you get two bad strikes against you in the in the batter's box you can't stand there shaking your head you've got to choke up on the bat and you've got to make something happen and uh, we just, I, I don't know, we struggled with that this season. Um, talked, and talk, talked about getting in the weight room. Um, that's been a big difference this, uh, this season. Um, we have no size. We have no height. But we can correct. We can take care of some of the, the strength, the, the, the physicality. We can get that done in the weight room if the guys will show up and, and we'll sell out on to what we're trying to do. So, um, Love my seniors. Nothing but the best uh, for them always. Um, and, and I hope that the younger guys uh, learn from this year and, and uh, we can get them in the gym this summer and get back to work. But uh, uh, my baseball guys, best of luck with baseball. My track guys, best of luck with track. And, and my guys that don't do anything in the spring, I told them to find something to do. Do something. Get involved in something. I'm pretty just, sure if they shoot you a text, you could probably get them in the You know gym. what? I'm not, I'm not too far from the gym. Um, and I'm always, I'm always available to open that thing up for shots. But uh, um, again, hats off to A-Town. They did a heck of a good job. And, and uh, it's going to be a nice battle back at the U between them and Robo Williamsfield yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah. Well, you just kind of when in the foreshadow where I want to go is mental toughness as a coach. And I've heard you say it numerous times too, that mental toughness has to show up around the court. And I, I would compliment Abel Wilson. I thought his mental toughness tonight, he got hit on several jump shots and plays and he just kept going to the rim and kept creating offense. I know he had a little bit of tired legs there late in the fourth quarter, which killed you on a couple of possessions, but talk about his leadership and what he's done probably for the upcomers that you were just talking about. To give them that mental toughness. So, you you know, I always talk about mental toughness in players. Days coaches timeout. You only get five, right? Yep. And yep. you have that coach on the floor like a Wilson. Um, talk a little bit about what he's done for your program, how he how he's kind of saved you some timeout. You know, I, I don't know if people 
truly know the amount of time and work that that young man has put in on basketball. Um, you can you can see body wise he's been in the weight room. Um, you can see offensively he's got a nice shot. Um, he can create some things on on his own. Um, he can he can take the bumps and the bangs and the bruises. Um, he'll, he's not afraid to take the ball to the basket. Not, and he's definitely not afraid to take the big shots. Um, there are times where has probably taken some bad shots, but but uh, we need him shooting the basketball. Right. Um, he's got to shoot the basketball. Um, we've had a couple of, and he's had to learn a, a few things with uh, uh, getting beat around at practices and uh, didn't like it, um, had some negative reactions, and there's been a couple games where we've had penalties um, for his reactions in practice. So I feel like he's learned um, from, from those and corrected some mistakes, and, and he did get the heck beat out of him. He normally does. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? He's, when, when, you're the, when you're the man, you've got to wear that. You've got to wear that and, and, and take that uh, as a compliment, and uh, he has. Um, I know Abel wants to go on and play at the next level, uh, we're in some contact with a, a few local coaches, uh, and, and I would love nothing more than to go sit in a gym the next few years and watch him play um, as I'm getting the opportunity to watch Declan Flynn play out at some Monmouth College. So um, we've got some honors coming up uh, that uh, I'm definitely going to put him up for, and uh, we'll see how the chips fall. But uh, – He's a good kid, um, heck of a basketball player, and it's a, it's been an honor and a privilege to coach him. But honestly, it's been an honor and privilege to coach all of these kids. Um, I'm sitting at Maytag, um, Galesburg Refrigeration Plant, 20-some years ago, and, and honestly, I'd still be there today had they not closed the doors. But uh, sometimes when doors close, others open. So um, when I say that I'm living the dream doing this, I truly, truly am, and, I, and I'm grateful the opportunities that I get and, and to be able to work with the kids that I do. Um, again, love the seniors and wish them nothing but the best and, and uh, hope the young guys are, are ready to get back to work. And I want to make sure I compliment you and your program with those guys continuing their careers in the college. As I always said, guys, or in this case, girls, and I coach now, I want to be the fat guy in the front row eating the popcorn, <laughs> celebrating <laughs> times in the college yep, level, watching yep. them play. Yep. And I know you're much like that as well if you're not on the golf course. But uh, that's a compliment to you and your program as well. I, I appreciate that. Honestly, I just try to stay out of the way most of the time. And, and uh, they're coming in with some skills, and, and, and hopefully I don't mess them up. And, and, uh, but like I said, it's pretty cool to be able to see uh, Declan Flynn, you know, following his dream and playing some ball. Um, Cormac Flynn away at Loris College playing some football. Um, and I know Declan's going to land, or excuse me, Abel's going to land somewhere yeah, and play some ball. But uh, you know what? Uh, our other seniors are going on to school, um, and they're going to do some great things too. And, and, it, and it, it may or may not be involved in sports, but uh, uh, it's such a good group. I got a chance it, to talk to the seniors on Tuesday night. That's a good group. It's uh, I'm, I'm proud of them, honored to have been able to coach them. And, uh, you know, coaching, coaching uh, bottom line, it comes down to the wins and losses, but but there's so many more important things that, that we, we uh, get the opportunity to do, and, and hopefully I'm doing. Um, 
uh, helping helping build uh, young young men into into older men because honestly they're going to be taking care of me in a few years um, when I kick back and retire and, and uh, uh, that's why I'm so complimentary on the air just in case I need one of them one <laughs> and, of and we're going to and we're going to um, it's been kind of cool the last uh, few home games out of the U to have some of my alumni come back. Um, we talk about once a red storm, always a red storm. The door's always open, and, and uh, uh, it, it just, uh, I, I don't know. Um, not a real good feeling sitting here with you guys right now. Um, I can tell you having to sit tonight on the bench, um, absolutely. <laughs> I won't the, say the word, well, but, man, was the, that tough. It's the um, dumbest rule in high school it, sports. It is what it is, and uh, but, uh, you know, we, we – we had it what we had it cut to five or seven there and then just uh, a couple silly things and and they do the right things on their end of the floor and boom you're right back to a 11 point ball game so got a good um, jv group junior high is having some success uh, i'll tell you what future looks good i've got good people at all levels doing good things and that's how that's how this program uh has gotten to where it is um, it's, it's no secret. You start at the bottom and, and build a foundation and, and get young guys, uh, excited and, and, and eager to be a part of it. And I feel like we've got that, but again, I've got good, good people doing good things all the way through and, and, uh, hopefully they'll, they'll stick with me and, and, uh, um, Rome wasn't built in a year and, uh, uh, sometimes sports are an up and down thing and, and, uh, especially in high school. Um, you know, I, I don't feel like uh, even though this is going to be considered a down season, we that's we we finished okay. We the guys did uh, guys did a pretty good job, so um, still gives us something to build on uh, for tomorrow. And uh, we we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, coach. We'll uh, we'll talk to you Tuesday morning on your, your morning spot. We'll just kind of we'll have a season recap. We'll sit and chat a little bit. All on right. Tuesday I morning. appreciate it, Temp. Uh, anytime you can get out and, and everything you guys do for the communities, and, and uh, it's always good seeing you. Thanks, my man. Good, good seeing you, Coach. Coach. Yep. Coach you. Doug Dennison with the Thank United you. Red Storm. We'll Congrats, get, uh, Coach. We'll get uh, Corey Link, head coach of the A-Town Tornadoes, buckled up here and get him uh, get him on the uh, post game show and get his get his thoughts on the game as well but uh while uh yeah, coach dennison and coach link having having a little chat there we'll uh take care now we'll get him buckled up coach congratulations moving on yeah surviving the bad <laughs> that's right. the whole key right right, and, right. in any sport and in, in any tournament situation yeah no i i i don't know what it looks like from up here but uh but yeah first first quarter especially first half i really felt like we just weathered it and survived and and got got into half at I think up three or up four maybe, um, and and we didn't play real well. I mean, like I told you before the game, defense was gonna was going to be key, and and I felt like we we kind of relaxed and and at possessions and times, but uh, but yeah, we survived in the first half. And I told them at halftime, I said, you know, we. We don't have a senior. We don't have anybody that had really, you know, a few guys have been there yeah. last year sure. and stuff like that. But you could, I don't know if you guys could tell, but that first quarter, man, we were going about a thousand miles an hour, and I'm just yelling, <laughs> relax, relax. Except Carter Redford, uh, hey, you go right ahead, by <laughs> Exactly. I don't think right. they're Ride that hot wave yeah. as long as Carter Redford. Redford. I, 
I know. He, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's probably a career high for Carter Redford. Yeah. That's 23 a, that's is what a, I had him for. That's a career totally high. Unofficial. That's, I would say that's a career high. I'm not it positive. Wasn't, but it, the, the thing was, it wasn't a crazy 23 where you get somebody that's just firing oh. up threes. It was a controlled get to the rim to 23 the rim. points. Yep. Uh, yeah, you get, you let him get left. He's getting at the rim. It, it, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's getting there. And, uh, and yeah, he, he, he struggled. He was injured. Had an ankle problem and then kind of wasn't real in shape coming back. And so he, he struggled. But he struggled to, to finish all year. And going into the year, I thought, you know, he's kind of going to be an X factor. You know, everybody kind of knew about Hook and Siegel last year. They played played quite a bit for us. And, and so Carter was kind of that key that I'm like, all right, early on we might get something, sneak yep. up on people. And then it wasn't – he wasn't uh, doing what he was capable of doing, I should say. And, and so we kind of talked to, talked to him and then – Especially Tuesday night, he used air quotes. Yes. He said we kind of talked talk to him. Yes, and Tuesday night, I, I kind of got on him a little bit because it was it was a game against Knoxville, and then he he wasn't there totally. And if we he had half of what he had tonight, we, that would have been a big win for us. But it was a moral victory anyway, losing by five. And so I think uh, maybe that talk kind of inspired him a little bit. So it was it was huge. He was a big performance. Well, he, I feel like he's very assertive when you needed him to be assertive. Yes. And a very important part of that first half when you had hook and foul trouble, that that lets you allowed you to have hook right. on the bench longer right. by having Carter getting up down and going to the rim. Yeah, it's not it's not anything you want when you want Kellen on the bench, you know, quickly with two fouls. But uh, but like you said, you know, Kellen or Carter stepped up and and he handled the ball. He wasn't shy shying away from it. And 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 we kind of that was our strategy a little bit. We kind of wanted to attack attack you guys and. And that was the matchup that we liked a little bit, and, and looking at it, and so so he kind of had a blueprint going in, but uh, but he executed, and you gotta give him all the call the props for it. What else did you like tonight? Oh man, I can't say I liked our free throws, <laughs> but I I, I kind of mine are totally unofficial. I don't know what I, you've got. I, man, I'm gonna have nine, to go. I'm actually gonna take a picture of the book because I got oh, Doogie and I got man. to talk a little bit there, and I lost it. Fifty-six percent is what I got. What'd you get? Well, Nineteen for thirty-four. Okay, yep. That's I had. That's yeah, the like point the 34. I missed. Uh, I don't know if I like the thirty-four, Doogie. Uh, <laughs> I told him, I was kind of laughing. I was up here listening to Doug talk, and and I told him before the game. I said, I don't know about you, but every game we've had at home has been a rugby match. I said, There's barely <laughs> yeah, any foul. It's this gym. It has been for fouls. decades. And and I said, I said, oh, today today will be a different story. They'll flip the script on us, and they flipped the script on us. I don't think we've <laughs> shot 34 free throws in probably six or seven games combined. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's nice to get the line. It's would have been yeah that's 34 with by my book says two in the two. first quarter yeah so 32 in the last three yeah. quarters yeah well all most of those came in the fourth they they yeah. kind of they sure. kind of start sure. down sure. early and and we weren't terrible in the fourth i don't think but i, I haven't really looked at it a whole lot but but yeah it's um 19 points from the foul line i'll, I'll take that any day um especially i don't think i don't even know if we hit a three maybe maybe we hit oh i think dre, 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 yep, dre had one that's but, the only uh, one i have but yeah, so so we take take those nineteen points and and it's been a battle and I, and I knew it was going to be a battle coming in and I give those guys a lot of credit. Um, Wilson's going to do what he does. He's he's a hell of a ball player and um, I, I'm ex- 
excited. I don't have to see him anymore. And <laughs> you don't want to him a fourth time? Yeah. 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 Be nice well, I, with the COVID year, I think they're giving all high school players one extra well, one year high school. Year. I think. Yeah. Oh, well, I, they're I, going I the college route. I would have took that last. Somebody, somebody <laughs> yeah, should have told you me. But no, it's but I respect Doug a lot, and you know he's he's getting most out of his guys, and and like he said, just getting off there, you know, he he might they might look at it and see their record and say it's a down year, but but no, he he uh, he does really well with what what he's got, and uh, he gets the most out of those guys, and and luckily enough, um, it was pure luck beating those guys three times. Um, there's nothing nothing that we did to execute wise. It was just really two two evenly matched teams, and and our guys just kind of stepped up and and executed better than they did in those three games and but uh but yeah i felt i felt good about it and um yeah it's not too often you got 10 wins and, and you come into a game and you're expected to win <laughs> but now i told the guys afterwards i said that was that was the tough one now now we can just go and play and we can relax and and give rover our best shot you know rw's really you know bob and so that's all you gotta yeah, say you know sure. and, and he's down there scouting everything we got. He's yeah, but he had to put Carter Redford down. Yeah, I know. yeah I know. now he's got somebody else to worry about. Yeah. yeah. So, so who knows? We might. Carter might just get the whole right side of the floor opened up for him. You know? I think I should have pat his head yeah. once. I think he wanted to clear out there for once because he's got a trip. But yeah, no, I, um, I, I'm proud of the guys. You know, we could we could have packed it in early. You know, they could have focused on something else. Like we, it's been a broken record. We weren't real successful at the beginning of the year but uh, I give these guys all the credit they stuck with me um, and and bought into what we were doing and it just it just took a little extra time and uh, now now I I think by the crowd that we had here tonight people are realizing that we we got we got something happening and and we're going to give it our best shot on Wednesday and we'll take one game at a time. Well, good job. Not down. You downplayed that pretty well, Coach Lane. But your last 16 games, you're 11 and five. Yes, yeah. And I know we talked uh, plenty of times, just transitioning from one practice to the next. And the job you've done with these guys, you, Coach Bass and Coach Pierce, I, I give compliments to the chef on that because you guys have done a tremendous job with these guys. And it's not that I'm knocking the guys you got on the court and, and the players you have. I'm just saying that there's some limitations at times with what you can do and what, what you you've gotten what you can out of them, and they've done a fantastic job. And I would say they're overachieving at this point, especially the last 16 games. No, I appreciate that, but no, I'm I'm not one that's going to take take all the benefits. But those guys are out there playing. I'm just I'm just trying to be a puppet master. They like to say my assistant coaches yell at me all the time because I'm out there telling everybody where to go. And, but uh, the marionette. Yeah. So, but no, I these these guys, like I said, they they've they've stuck with it, and and, and I'm getting I'm getting what what I need to get out. And I said, there's always, there's always that next level. We can, we can um, do that in the off season. You know, these guys, if they want to buy in and they want to give up extra work, we got something to really look forward to next year. But yeah, like you said, you know, right now we're just, we're, we're doing what we got to do and we're surviving. And, and I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's, it's a great group to coach. They're, they're really enjoyable kids. Um, at, at times it's, it's frustrating because, because, I don't see it. I don't see it the way they see it, but uh, but no, they're they're they good kids. They have to see it the way you see yeah, it. You're right. well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, but no, I I enjoy these guys, and and like you said, it's 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 been fun. Um, 
everybody says, well, it's probably been a long year. You know, you started 0-14. 0-14. It's been a quick year. It has. I, I, I don't know. There's, there was some long days. I was frustrated. But, but no, I, it's, it, was, it was a pleasure to come in with this group because cause they, they always were here. You know, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't one of those things that was just dreading. And, and, and that, I guess that's to a fault. They, they kind of just expected they were better than what was on the floor at times. And, and uh, that's frustrating as a coach. Like, no, I don't what the hell. But, but, yeah, it's like, but, no, it's, it's always been fun to come in. I, I, haven't, I haven't, there hasn't been one day where I haven't been excited to come in and, and get after it with these guys. Well, when you get a Marler on the court and <laughs> no. he does what he does. And, and, and I know there's Marler makes me want to run through. I know, and there's some frustrations, maybe some passing he had tonight, but, Overall, the, the play of the game was, was just, that guy on the yeah, floor. Yeah, he's all, was he all five, and the program says five, eight, five, two, <laughs> right? And I have no room to talk yeah, about five, yeah. two. But he had all five, two stretched out, kept the play alive. He got the timeout in. You went down and scored on that possession, by the way. What a key. You know, you look for those nice. moments where those things matter. And like you said, um, you got to look. An Abedin, that's you, an Abingdon moment to me. It is. You have to take advantage of I mean, those that's, situations. That's what programs build on for years. When you don't have as many uh, players out there that can just go get one, right? right? Like, like, like Wes. He, he, I mean, you got to love the kid. He's, he's not going to look at him, and you're not going to be like, hey, that guy's good. He, he probably doesn't <laughs> even play, you know. But they he, look at me like that all the time <laughs> to this day. <laughs> he come, he comes in. He he gives everything he's got, and just just like that, that play he. He deflected it, kept it alive, stole it, you know, kept it alive. I got the timeout, and I, at the time, I was like, that's a terrible timeout. So we had numbers going the other way, but then, like you said, we scored and we executed coming out of the timeout. So, so it really was. It was, I think, at the time, it, we might have been up one or two at the time, and, and it was kind of a key key moment, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's something we'll talk about you know, on Monday um, when we break down some film and stuff. It, it's one of those things that – that's a key play, and that's that's the extra effort that we get, we got to have. You know, like that's, a, that's the kind of clip you can show this year. You can you show, show it next right. year. You can show it the year after. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that uh, that that's kind of been the turning point in our season. Early on, we wouldn't have been able to do that, you know, or we might have half efforted it right there. But now, you know, people have seen Weston do that, and now we got other guys doing that, and so so that's that's been. The key in the season really is is us, you know, doing the extra effort, doing that extra play to kind of keep our hope alive. We uh, we talked in the pregame show that that you told me at Christmas, and we we talked Christmas, and you were you might have been over going into Christmas. I'd have looked. Uh, yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks no. for reminding me. Well, you, well, he, <laughs> well if you want to know, we didn't win a game in quite two. Well, <laughs> well, Abigail, he was trying to forget that. Nice job. He told me in a pregame interview. He said, "We're we're just we just need to get one." He said, "Because I think if we get one, we'll get a bunch." And that's that's exactly what happened after you got that first one. You yeah. got a bunch. Well, we got we got a bunch. And 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 I I, I know you guys say we're eleven and six, you know, in our last last handful. But but he, take look at some of them losses. We we lost to Anawan by three. We lost to Anawan by one. We lost to Merco by thirteen. That one big loss to Merco, and then Knoxville by five. I think, you know handful of those games we're, we're battling we're right oh. there you know those animal games could have went either way and then it's then it's really kind of a different outlook and people you know i don't think people want to see us now because they see how we're playing and and we're going to give you our best shot defensively especially but uh you know you give us some of them coin flip games and it's 
you know, it, you're looking at a different seed number for us. I think you can get to I think you can get to 500 if you get to Champagne. <laughs> I think if you get to the state final championship yeah, game, I like could get you the fun. I like your confidence. Sean and I might ride your coattails all the way there. Yeah, you right? darn right. Yeah, I'll ride coattails of any coach I can, man. Appreciate you guys being here and doing the game. It's it, any time you guys can come out and and do it, we we greatly appreciate it. We will most likely got to have a, we got to have our our staff meeting on Monday, but we'll most likely see you Wednesday, my man. Yeah, we'll see you Wednesday, and we'll see you in Champagne, right? That's, yeah, you know I like it. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get my hotel yeah, reservation right. now. Tell them we're right. coming. All right, congratulations, right, I'll coach. That's a nice job. You bet. And Thank Coach you. Corey Lake with the A Town Tornadoes as his uh, Tornadoes get a 58 to 45 victory for uh, for the tornadoes we'll take a one minute break come back and we'll total up the scores and uh, kind of put a capper on the day today it's our second game of our double header welcome back to post game shows we wrapped the day up here two games two postseason games on the prairie communication sports network this post game show is sponsored by Laris collision center if you have collision damage repair call Laris collision center at 734-1949 Laris collision center they've got something for everyone. They are professional auto body repair that drivers trust. Post-game scoring update by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC. 23 points for Carter Redfern, uh, 11 points for Aza Siegel, 10 points for Dre Anderson, 6 points for Kellen Hook, 5 points for Weston Marler, and 2 points for Drew Fouch. 19 of 34 from the free throw line for the Tornadoes. For the United Red Storm, 24 points for Abel Wilson, in his last game as a uh, United Red Storm, he's been fun to watch for a couple of years. He has. He's been a, a you know, like like Coach uh, Dennis said, <clears throat> excuse me, and I kind of let him into it. Is he saved timeouts? He's been a great leader of the program, and you just help some of those younger guys see that, follow that, and that's I think honestly that's how you build a program. And you know the Houston Schistlers and the Parker Stone Kings that yep. are down there wrestling right now. That's why they're here. And <laughs> Coach Link, I you know he talked about that five year thing for COVID. Hoping to bring some of those guys back, but yeah, college is doing it. Yeah, but to be honest with you, when you got those guys leading the ship and and those younger guys see that and follow that, that's what uh, building the program yeah. program's all about. Hanging around after a regional game, shooting some baskets, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and those guys aren't going to win any tickets ticket money right now. Cause they're out of <laughs> yeah. shape, I can tell. Nine points for Connor Elliott, eight points for AJ Jinks, three points for Landon Burns, and a point for Hunter Hall. I had I had United eleven for twenty from the free throw line. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Our game earlier today over on Sunday 97.7 WMOY was the Mama Throwsville Titan Boys advancing to Tuesday night's semifinal. I guess, excuse me, Wednesday night's semifinal. They'll take on the regional host Rockridge Rockets at 6 o'clock. We'll have that on Sunday 97.7 WMOY with pregame show at about 5.40. The A-Town Tornadoes will move to Wednesday night's game at the United Regional Class 1A. They'll play the first semifinal at 6 o'clock as well, taking on the Robo Williams Field Cougars, 22-9, and 23-9 with a four-foot win. And I want to take a minute, Sean, just to thank you, Vanessa, radio station, the crew that uh, does this game in, game out for the local community with me being a business owner in Monmouth. Uh, I got a, a fortune to listen to the game last night, and Coach Weber is a good friend of mine, and, and rooting those guys on, but uh, those ladies, and congratulations to them and Thunder Twins. But I also want to thank you very much, as a community member coach here at A-Town, uh, Mama's, like I said, business owner, Mama's College grad, alum. Sure. For you doing the football games there, I just want to give you a special thank you for all you do in the supporting show to the, to those teams in the local area. I know they appreciate it. 
and they don't get a chance to tell you, so I'll speak with them. I feel pretty fortunate. We've got some pretty darn good kids around this area, and I get to work with some pretty darn good coaches and athletic directors on a daily basis. I feel like I'm the lucky one that gets to do this, for sure. I know Doug says, I'm living a dream. Well, I am, too. Yeah, so, exactly. And, and we, I, appreciate we appreciate it. that. All right, that's going to do it. Your final score here, 58-45, eight down over the United Red Storm. I'm Sean Temple for Brent Dugan. Also, Jesus Alvarez getting us on and off the air, engineering today's broadcast. They have a rough start there, but Jesus worked us through it, man. He worked his magic back there at the station. Got us on the air. We appreciate it. Folks, till Tuesday night, we'll have some girls basketball on the air. It'll be the Mammoth Roseville Titans. Tune into the Monday Morning Sports Report. We'll let you know all about it. Have a great rest of your weekend.